Welcome into the show, everybody. Good evening and welcome into Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Good evening to you. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host with the most. And yes, somehow I can see colors tonight. <laughs> Don't know what's going on with that, but it's it's kind of awesome. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, what's up? Welcome into the show. Let's see who is hanging out with us tonight. Want to see who's hanging, uh, who's hanging, hanging out, chilling out, hanging out, chilling, hanging out, hanging <laughs> Talking Trek server sound off. All right, here, let's hit it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Chuck Grant, your first server 32, Indie Dandy on 31. Vita from server 131, not my game name on 16. Data Systems 27, Crazy Bob. Crazy Bob on 141. Caramel Thunder on 8, Medieval Knight on 13. Jim on 15. Fartasia from Elkars 2.0, welcoming our friends and family tonight. Welcome. Hey, what's up? Server 190, hello. European Server 134 from Blokemon, what's up? Captain Planets 167, hello. Raging Ginger on Server 31, hello. Lord Friendzone on 16, Vagabond Server 10, what's up? Scalyback 193, Andy Dandy says, I'm too loud. Uh, turn your volume down. I actually, believe it or not, my, my soundboard is processing slightly less audio than normal. I need it. You know what? Here, I'm gonna fix this. Hang on, I'll do it in real time. Nothing like adjustments on the fly. There, is that better? Aha! That sounds so much better to me. That sounds so much better. Okay. Hey, uh, let's see. Hey, what's up, Truck and Chick? Server 26. Stony Dude on server 10. Omicron server 16. El Cheapo on 196. Zakara 136. Shout out 17. Beat for the gods. What's up, Sotak on 28. Chala server 15. Commander Taylor 192. What's up? Welcome. Tony Rome, server 131. Wilfor on server 31. Jefferson on 18. Karkin on 15. Sack Attack on 15. Lady Kess on 15. What's up, server 15? Quackfu on 31. What's up? Hey, Jay, server 42. Cold Brew, server 22. Jim on 15. Crazy Bob, 141. Indy Dandy, 31. Wake 20 on server 143. Nostromo on server 30. What's up, Phoenix? Hey, how you doing? Venkman, 32. Bernard on 28. Meows on 27. Burn Like Ice on 143. Empress Sassy Fire on server 13. Hey, what's up, Silence Stabber? Server 8. How you doing? The Mary Zeus on 17. Fire Force, server 26. Boaz on 14. Phoenix on 199. Jayberg, Twab. Hey, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Your mics are potted up, and good evening. Uh, Raxadar on server 8. How are you doing? Pops on 37. And Talking Trek moderator, Wicked Witch is here. Good evening, and welcome into the show. My goodness, so many messages. You guys are crazy. You guys are crazy tonight. Uh, what's good, General Kenobi? How you doing, man? Welcome to the show, everybody. Your mics are potted up. I'd like to welcome a couple of guests here with us here this evening. Sadly, left-hand man Gregor cannot be here tonight. He is traveling. He's traveling across these 50 United States and will not be able to be here this evening. Um, so what's up? Appreciate uh, you and all the work that you typically do. Hopefully you will enjoy the playback. We'll miss you tonight. Um, on the other hand, we do have... The prodigal contributor, okay? Um, talking Trek uh, contributor, resident whale, and right-hand man, uh, Big Country uh, returns to the show, everybody. Big Country is here. Yeah. So, hey, Bubba Joe, you just hang tight. I know, no, Gregor, I'm out, he says. But, no, Big Country is here. Uh, welcome back, Big Country. It's actually been a couple of weeks. You have been, like neck deep right you have been all into football season right like so much so that you may have skirted on your responsibilities to star trek fleet command true or false 
Oh, yeah, that's definitely true. 100% true. (laughs) Definitely true. Uh, Appreciate you. Appreciate you slotting us back into your schedule here tonight, buddy. Thank you so very much uh, for being here. Uh, Good evening. Welcome to our Scopely Overlords who are listening here this evening. Appreciate you guys all uh, hanging out for the fun that is going to be this mess, this train wreck here tonight, I can tell you. Uh, it's not going to go well, okay? Actually, it's probably going to go extremely well. It's just going to be completely nuts. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. No, Snake Eyes, so Snake Eyes has never been, like, deemed the official right-hand man. He is just the boss, okay? Like, he's, he's the man, okay? He's not left-hand or right-hand. He's the man, okay? That is Snake Eyes. Unfortunately, Snake Eyes is not with us this evening either. Uh, He had a work schedule. Yeah, he's the boss man, okay? Left hand, right hand, boss man. That's what he is. Omicron, you make me sad. Omicron, that just makes me sad to look at my favorite packer, packer number 12 with a cheese head. I feel like I should write a letter to Aaron Rodgers. Maybe I'll do that this week. I'll write a letter to Aaron Rodgers and let him know that he has my undying support wherever he listen I don't care let me tell you something now obviously just real quick you know I was actually told this week uh big that we need an NFL channel because we love football so much and somehow it ends up bleeding into the show almost I mean every episode we do I mentioned my favorite NFL star of all time is Aaron Rodgers and we talk about the Packers for a minute and then I have to get beat back onto the on onto the onto the ready path you know but um yeah, see, snipes. Ah, football. Well, let's talk about sports games, everybody. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's not good. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll write a letter to Aaron Rodgers this week, and I'll share it with you guys, possibly. You know, we, we actually have we have an NFL channel in our Discord room, and there's a lot of smack talking. Smack talking? Smack talking? Yeah, and actually, the very, the very first year of the Think Alliance, we did a uh, fantasy team. Did you? Uh, one of the guys did it, and we all the guys. There was like twelve that that did it, but we we did a fantasy football uh, team the very first year. We didn't do it this year, but we did it the very first year. Yeah, how'd that go? Anybody get mad? No, no. <laughs> we're chilling over here. No, yeah, it. Uh, no, it's not going to be that long of a show. Maybe three and a half, surgeon. Uh, no, I'm I'm just kidding. Uh, no, it was uh, it was a painful week for me uh, this past week. I would imagine as painful it was as it was for you the week before, uh, big. But yeah, and I won't I won't I I won't talk anymore about Aaron Rodgers. He by the way, he's not leaving the Packers. Tech man. Okay, he can't. Okay, first of all, the Packers can't afford it. Okay, now I suppose that he could go in. And and not want to play, but I, that's career suicide. He's gonna play. He's gonna fulfill his contract. But I'll tell you, I, if I'm him, I am looking a year or two down the road. Big, yeah, no. I mean, thirty seconds on it. What do you think about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Okay, Planet's fine. Fifteen seconds, big. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Are they? No, are, I think no. There's not going to be any changes there. Not this year. Contract. No, nobody else can afford that contract Mm -mm, yeah not this year not this year now next year you know that dead money drops like 30 million dollars so i mean it it could happen Mm -hmm. but anyway okay all right fine 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 fine. uh good evening everybody welcome into the show we got some cool stuff to get to uh special guest fartasia is here from l cars everybody yes 
Fartasia is here from Elkars. We've got some cool stuff to break for you here tonight. As a matter of fact, it's been on the internet literally less than 24 hours. As a matter of fact, it might even be only like 14, 14, 15 hours. And we're going to uh, talk to you about it here tonight. It is a new addition to Elkars. And one, listen to me, free-to-players. Listen to me, low spenders, okay, minimum spenders. This is a tool that has your name written all over it. We're going to talk about it tonight, and and uh, I I even got a chance to talk to Farty a little bit tonight before the show, just as we were kind of preparing. I'm telling you, this is I told him that I think big. This is probably one of the most genius tools that he has ever written. Okay, and and we've seen some great stuff from Elcars, right? Not only the Elcars database itself, but just in some of the spreadsheets and tools that he has developed. We've seen uh, the prime uh, the prime scrapyard chart, right? We've seen the ship power calculator. We've seen the research and the building efficiency calculator. We've seen some great tools. I'm here to tell you, this one takes the cake for me, big. Uh, and, and by the way, it's not just for free-to-play, so VIPs don't get all upset, okay? This is not a, a free-to-play show. We have been very, we've been, Gregor, or uh, Big, one thing that we've been trying to do here lately is is be more representative of all ops levels. So, like, if we have something for the for the lower ops, then we try to counter it with something for the for the VIPs. And, uh, and I'm here to tell you, there is, uh, there is some cool stuff uh, it, brewing here. Uh, and actually, well, not even brewing. It's been out, okay? It's been, it's been put out, and uh, we're really, really excited about it. You know what? Daggone it, Big. You know, it was, it was, a, it was a, a, a smoke screen, wasn't it? It was a smoke screen. I'm currently being raided by Big's Alliance. You little rascal. Let's see. What'd you get? About 200 million steel. Goodness gracious. 200 million steel. It's all right. I'll get that back off one of yours. <laughs> hey, Clyde. <laughs> What's up? Hey, uh, let's get into the show. Before we do, we got news headlines from around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, let's check in with the Talking Trick Studios newsroom. Let's stupid do it. News. It is time for the Stupid News, everybody. News. Yes. News. 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 Welcome into the show. 200 million steel gone just like that. I wonder, let's see, how long y'all been going? Goodness gracious. Woo, look at that. Seven minutes. Seven minutes it took him to get 200 million steel. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. No, I'm good. I'm in. I'm shielded now. Seven, 200 million steel in seven minutes. Yeah. Thankfully, they didn't drain me. But yeah, 200 million steel in seven minutes. That's what that's what Biggs guys can do. All right, let's uh, let's find out what's going on in the news headlines from around the world. Uh, this one right here at home, ladies and gentlemen. Hedge funds who bet against GameStop's price have now lost 23.6 billion dollars. 23.6 billion dollars as amateur investors on Reddit and Discord. Hey, what's up, Discord? You're in the news. Discord, continue, continue to purchase this stock. If the people on Reddit and Discord have really literally driven the hedge funds into a $23 billion loss. I'm not exactly sure, Big, that we're applying the term amateur investors to the right party here. Okay? Just saying. <laughs> Are we calling them amateur investors if they cost the millionaires $23 billion? I'm not exactly sure. Uh, what I'd like to say, though, as a parent, I spent all my money on GameStop before it was cool. Just saying. <laughs> I spent all my money with GameStop. That was Reed. Long Reed time ago. 
Yeah, yeah. GameStock stock has shot up by 90, over 93% this week as Reddit and Discord investors battle with hedge fund managers who tried to short the stock. So apparently, like, I don't understand all this thing, uh, but apparently the stock right now is worth $325. But GameStop only gives you $5 when you trade it in. <laughs> yeah, some of you guys know what that means. That's a joke for some of you. Um, everyone's laughing about this. But listen, we really can't forget about the people who took losses. We can't forget about those poor souls. Listen, listen, some people... Some people really lost money. Don't forget about the people who aren't going to be able to pay the mortgage on their fifth vacation home next month. Okay? Some, some of their trophy wives are going to be forced to cut down from a six-handed massage to a four-handed massage. It's a serious thing, everybody. It's a complicated story. Okay? It's a serious thing. Here, let's. I'm going to put this in terms that some of you may understand, okay? Because I've tried to I tried to break it down. The hedge fund guys bet that GameStop stock price would go down at the end of the month, which is known as shorting the stock. The people on Reddit didn't like that they were driving GameStop out of business, so they organized and got as many people as they could to buy stock in GameStop. Uh, GameStop. This forced the hedge funds who bet against it to start betting on it so that they could cover their losses. All the money that both the Reddit investors and then the hedge fund investors poured into the stock drove up the stock. Basically, in summary, if this were Pac-Man, the ghosts are now killing themselves and the only way to keep playing is to insert more coins. Okay? Like, right? Am I wrong there? Big? I think I think that's, that's the way we go with it, right? <laughs> Just keep putting money in. Keep putting money in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a study by Indiana University found that the average human... The average human is fatter than the average elephant, big. <sighs> no, listen, I know it's not. Listen, <laughs> I know it's not funny. I know it's not funny, but I mean, it, it kind of is. It kind of is. All right. Uh, let's see. Yes. The average human fatter than the average elephant. Uh, explaining why Scopely... <laughs> Has me working for peanuts. Uh, yeah, no, this is uh, this was an actual study done by Indiana University that the percentage of body fat on the average human being is actually, folks, seven percent higher than that of your average elephant. All right, seven percent. We're seven percent fatter. There you go. Uh, Six Flags is opening the world's tallest, longest, and fastest uh, single rail roller coaster at its New Jersey theme park this spring. Uh, but the scariest ride in the park is is probably still the fish tacos. Uh, no, <laughs> according to their website, the coaster makes a ton of unexpected turns and leaves riders guessing what it will do next. Essentially, just like driving in New Jersey. So <laughs> that's what's happening in Jersey. Uh, Big, I don't know if you heard about this. China is in the headlines this week and rolled out a new COVID-19 test. Did you hear about this? Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a nose thingy. Yeah, yeah, it's a butt swab. Yes, they rolled out an anal swab test to slow the spread of COVID-19. Now China's dealing with a COVID problem and a crack problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you don't want to catch COVID in China. <laughs> you don't. It's a, I hear it's a real pain in the butt. Boom. Uh, Hollywood continues. This is actually a serious story. Hollywood continues to mourn the death of Cloris Leachman. The beloved Oscar and Emmy winner who passed away at the age of 94 this past week uh, on Wednesday, passed away at the age of 94. Um, 
Rumor has it she had a heart attack when she saw GameStop uh, stock price. <laughs> That's probably not true. Uh, no, as, uh, as some people, as someone who did uh, spend her entire life around movie executives, I'm going to guess she's not going to know a lot of people in heaven. Uh, but I do believe she's there. Cloris Leachman, thank you for a lifetime of entertainment. You have my unending adoration, and you will be missed. Eva Mendez is in the news scene wearing a ring on a hike with Ryan Gosling in California, sparking rumors that the couple has gotten engaged. Who knows if it's true, but if so, we wish them the best of luck. Absolutely. Celebrity marriages are a sacred institution, everybody. A sacred institution that you're likely only going to ever do three times in your entire life. So uh, <laughs> congratulations to her. Uh, <laughs> former... Ah, that's terrible. Uh, Budweiser. Oh, man. Big country. Big country. This is big time. Okay. Budweiser and Coca-Cola have made... Listen, I'm going to turn down the music so you all can hear this. Budweiser and Coca-Cola are refusing to advertise in this year's Super Bowl. Refusing to advertise in this year's Super Bowl in protest of COVID concerns. As a result... Two chipmunks, three monkeys, and ten celebrities from the 80s are now out of a job. Yeah, Budweiser and Coca-Cola pulling out of the Super Bowl. Big? I mean, half of the commercials are, half the good commercials are from those guys. I didn't even know that they were having, that they were having like big concerns. Yeah, Budweiser and Coca-Cola said, we're out. Not going to do it. Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the news, seen riding his bike through Santa Monica one week after receiving his COVID-19 vaccine. Afterwards, he went home and played his favorite card game. (laughs) <laughs> Old maid. <laughs> finally. I know, that's terrible. Uh, finally. Yeah, you're right, Big. It's all up to Doritos now. Doritos and Geico. That's all we can count on. Uh, lastly, your final story here today. An 18-wheeler that was carrying over 100,000 honeybees. 100,000 honeybees flipped over on a San Antonio highway, unleashing an angry swarm of bees. 100,000 bees released in San Antonio. Apparently the driver was <laughs> apparently the driver was really buzzed. <laughs> uh, yes, cops caught the guy in a sting operation. <laughs> uh, rumor has it he was so stressed he broke out in hives. Those jokes were beautiful. Beautiful! Yes! Anybody else? Come on. Y'all have to have something. Somebody's got something. Oh, yes. Did he lose his honeycomb? Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I don't want to be a buzzkill, but are we done? Oh, that's good. Buzzkill. That's good. That's a good one. Oh, it's a stinger. Bam. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. We got a honeydew list to do. Aha. Yes. Come on. There's got to be more. He's got more. Uh, Burn Like Ice just told me to behave. <laughs> Give me the sweet, sweet nectar puns. Uh, oh, oh my, day trade. <laughs> but seriously, the bees only got a buzz cut. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, fiance. Well, you're working with different angles. Oh, that's good. Okay. <clears throat> All right, guys, we got to get started. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Yes, that was a good one. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank you very much. I love it when you write jokes. Uh, thank you. <laughs> That's so good. Welcome into the show. Hey, good evening, Scopely. Scopely Overlords are hanging out with us tonight. What's up? Uh, and see, his favorite was the sting operation. He liked that one. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thanks, everybody, for being here. Appreciate you guys. Listen, we got a lot to get to tonight. I would like to welcome our uh, very special guest tonight. Yes, no blue. They're still here. Uh, they liked. They like my jokes. Um, good evening and welcome to uh, Elcars 2.0, bot creator and founder, uh, Fartasia. Fartasia, welcome into the show. How are you doing here this evening? Do we have you on the right voice settings? I want to make sure that I can actually hear your lovely voice here tonight, because you've got some great news that I want to uh, that I want to share with everybody. Do we have you, Fartasia from Elcars? Yeah. Uh, hey, what's up, buddy? Welcome to the show. Yay! Hey, everybody, Elcars is here. Yay! All right. So listen, I I touted this. All right, in the show announcement, I said, listen, this is uh, this is big news. Okay, a new tool developed by Elcars 2.0, specifically developed by Fartasia. And there's actually there there's so many ramifications for this. There's so many cool things that you can do with this tool. Um, and and here's what's great. This is what I love about community driven innovation. Okay, this was created because. Well, Farty, let me t- you tell the story, okay? Let let's let's bring you in and you tell the community about this tool and and what it was that got your big giant brain turning. All right, all the gears started turning, smoke pouring out of your ears, and you turned this thing around in like 24 hours. Tell everybody about uh, this brand new tool that is available, by the way, for download on Elcars 2.0, and we're going to make it available to you here this evening as well. But uh, at this point, I'd like to introduce uh, Elcars founder and bot creator, Fartasia, to the show. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, we get asked a lot of questions a lot of the time, and it's always on repeat. And this particular one was um, from our alliance, and it's always about what do I need to scrap to get what prime? And in the past, what I've done is I've actually put out a chart to, to help with that. But um, so he asked me some questions. He said, I don't have a maxed um, chip at the moment, a maxed legionary. Um, so how, how, what, what do I need to do to, to get it up there? Do I have to max it or do I just um, get it to a certain level? Um, so, so typically you break out the math and you look at the, the research he's got and uh, you come up with a plan. And I have an image here of a response that I use. Posted in the chat. So typically you say, okay, these are the researches you need. This is how you calculate it. And this is the net result. Um, and from that, you don't need a max lead need. You can get away with a, a level 40. And he was quite stoked with that. But talking with you um, that night, um, I came up with the concept that um, is there a simple way that I can with a couple of clicks, make it easy for everyone to, um, to see what is the bare minimum requirement they need to get a prime. And everyone's been talking about prime officers as an example. So um, DJ said, if you can make it, I'll put it on the show. So I said, okay, challenge accepted. So mm. that's what we did. I, I went away and uh, I, uh, let me have a look here. Yeah. I can see you there. Copy image, paste image. Yeah, and I'm actually I'm so looking, for, sure. looking for the file myself uh, that I can put up here. There we are. There we are. I've, I've, got, I've got the link. I've got the link ready. <clears throat> there you go. So here, here is the tool that we that's been built. And the idea is you 
click six times. So you, you set your, your scrapyard level, you set your efficiency, your crystal research gas ore, and then you select the actual prime that you want. And it will tell you how much you need to get that particular prime and what ships at what levels will, uh, will cover that cost. And we even highlight the column that you're looking at for that particular prime. And in this example, we, we've got prime officers. So for prime officers, you need um, uh, grade four rare gas. And you can see in the chart that we've actually highlighted that column for you. So you actually see which ships. Now, in this example, um, what I've done is I've, I've um, not set the actual uh, level. But if I actually select the... Um, the shipyard level, copy and paste. You can see here all of a sudden the, the list filters down to just two ships that uh, qualify. And there's the image there. So here you can see the D3 and the Mayflower qualify. And what the, the areas that you need to look at, and I've got another slide for this. I've actually highlighted the, um, the areas, copy image, that matter, paste. So here you can see what I've highlighted is the XP level of the ship. I've also highlighted the amount of the, the material that you require. And down on the bottom right, you can actually see how the, your research uh, has affected the, the base cost of that material. So you can say, well, hang on, I don't have enough um, my ship is not high enough, so what do I need to achieve? So you can actually look at, change the research and see the effect that the research will have on the, on the, um, the cost reduction for that material. Um, and then obviously the ships will adjust. So, so you can look at it from two different perspectives. Um, but also with, with the research that's required, we've, I've tried to make it simple for you to find this stuff. So if you look at the left of the research name, I've actually got um, some codes, and the codes are basically the research tree and the column that the uh, research is in. So I try to make it as simple as possible for you to find this information and then select it. Um, so, for example, T7 is Territory Tree Research, column 7, and you'll find that particular um, research item. And then you can say, okay, mine is set to level five. Okay, let's select level five and it'll automatically adjust and everything will automatically populate across the, the spreadsheet. What is so what is so cool about this, guys? And I, by the way, I just posted uh, not only all the graphics that he just shared with us, but <clears throat> if you'll scroll right above the graphics, you will see a downloadable uh, Excel file. Okay. This is downloadable. This is completely customizable for you. Okay. Um, and what's great about it. And I was actually mentioning to him just, uh, just a short bit ago. What's super great about this is the fact that it is super easy to input. You know, we, we had talked about some of the other tools that have been made available. For example, um, you know, we, we've talked about the ship power calculator. That one's really complicated, right? You got a bunch yeah, of research. There's there's a uh, hundred settings. Yeah, so much stuff. So much stuff that you got to plug in before it actually gets right. Okay, but this one is super simple. You got five settings. Five settings. That's it. And uh, and if you guys download this and open it up, I I personally have found that it works better 
in Excel, okay? I, I'm sure that it works fine in Google, uh, in, in Google spreadsheets, but I, uh, I've got it here in Excel. And, uh, and, and this is what blew my mind because, uh, Big, we have spent so much time, and I know you've been absent for a couple of weeks, but we've spent so much time here lately talking about the path to approach 40, the path of approaching 41 or approaching 42, which is, and, and, and arguably, Gregor has even said this before, literally to this day, uh, I believe we've had some other uh, of, uh, foe in here, and, and you, I'm sure, as well, Big. How many G3 ships have you scrapped to continue your progression into the G4 world? I'm sure it's got to be a few, right? I mean, I don't know where Big is. He disappeared. Oh, yeah, I'm... A dozen, at least a dozen. At least a dozen. Um, and, and and guys, what's crazy about this is obviously if you get if you get the the capability of maxing out a ship that you're going to scrap, then of course the payout is going to be better. But one thing that we have spent extra time on over the last week or two has been this whole prime thing, right? The prime officers versus prime Borg and, and this and that. And, and one of the conversations that came about as a result of that was the fact that some players who did not have prime officers were going to continue to grind it out. Okay, They were going to take the Borg refinery, some, for some people, were going to take the Borg refinery uh, for the $20 from the Elite Battle Pass, and they were going to continue the path to grinding towards their prime officers by scrapping a Mayflower. And if you take a look at the chart that we put up there uh, in the graphics room, the very first chart, this is something you're very used to seeing. This has made its rounds across the Discord for, gosh, ever since the Scrapyard came about, which has been, what, close to a year now? When did the Scrapyard come out? That was uh, released with the combat update, if I'm not mistaken, right? So we're, we're about 15 months well, okay. in. What's that? Yeah, quite a while ago. Yeah, uh, at least, I think, 14, 15 months, okay? Uh, 14, 15 months. So so this chart is something that a lot of people are used to seeing, okay? What the prime research costs in the orange on the left-hand side. And you can see, you know, uh, Augment Favor costs for 1,000, four-star uncommon gas, Stella Efficiency, four-star uncommon ore. And you go down and you see a couple of these primes taking the four-star rare materials. Uh, rare gas for prime officers and prime repair speed. Rare ore for prime defenses. And then rare crystal for piercing and repair costs. So these are the primes that we've got in the game that we're, that we're used to, to working with. And this is the chart. If you look at the right-hand side, the, the chart of the payouts for a max ship. Now, at the surface, okay, at the surface, this is a very good quick glimpse, a quick glimpse chart, okay? Very quick to look at and say, okay, well, if I wanted to scrap a Mayflower, I'm going to get 3,096 uncommon gas, 1,600 uncommon ore, that's four-star, and then the rare gas, 486, and four-star rare ore, 262. But you may not need all that, right? You may not need all that. Now, this data is already in LCARS. If you go into Elkars and you, and you type in exclamation mark, scrap, Mayflower, 40, okay? It's already there. It's in there. So you've had access to this information. But what is great, what is great about this particular tool uh, is that it kind of takes the searching out of it. If I went into Elkars, I would have to type in 40. I would have to type in 40. And, and you're right, Captain Planets. What's in Elkars is and always has been base values. It's always been base values, okay? Now, 
Um, of course, when you're scrapping something, you know, that's what you're getting out. That's a net yield. But turning around and talking about spending it, okay, on the prime, those are base values. So what this particular spreadsheet does, all right, and, and why I think it's so phenomenal is because it's going to tell you what's available to you right here, right now. All right, we start with the scrapyard level. Folks, if you have a low-tier scrapyard, it's not even going to show you the ships that you can't scrap. Okay, or let's say you're an Ops 39 and you're getting ready to punch to 41 or punch to 42 and you want to see, gosh, what am I going to be able to scrap once I get there? Okay, then you can, you can tinker with those figures. You can add the scrapyard level at 41 just to see what's going to happen. Okay, now, Traplord says, <clears throat> for players who have every prime, this is not a big deal. Well, maybe not today, but we just got three new primes, Traplord. And I, I think it's been well indicated that, that Scopely will be introducing primes and research and things like that over, over the coming months or years. All right, just in the last six months, well, let's say eight months, all right, we've gotten two trees. We've added research nodes to existing trees, and we've added primes. All right? That has happened over the last eight to nine months in this game. So, so I think it's a no-brainer to assume that other things are going to come along. And what's great about this particular spreadsheet, A, it's completely versatile. All right? You only have to input five things. So if new research comes around, new prime research in particular, this is going to be super easy for Elkarst update. And then you just download a new copy, <laughs> right? You just download a new copy. And, and fortunately, instead of entering in over 100 key points of data, like with the ship power calculator, you enter just five pieces of data. Just five. Only five. And this is taking the research into account. For example, for example, uh, this is me, okay? I, I'm going to do mine right here, okay? And I'm going to take a look at prime rogue credit yield, so this is my screenshot right here. I take a look at the researches that I have, and I'm uploading this now. Sorry, I'm a little bit slow. I'm going to post it in the graphics room uh, so you guys can take a quick peek at it. Okay? If you take a look at this, I've got tier uh, efficient research in the territory tree. I got that to level six, right? I think this is mine. Yeah, this is mine. <laughs> I had to go back and look. Uh, tier six, all right? I've got the crystal research at four, gas research at two, and the outlaw tree. And I actually don't have any uh, on the ore research, okay? I don't have any on the ore research because uh, I never pursued that, okay? Uh, but you can not only then see your bonuses off to the right-hand side, and then you have an opportunity to choose your prime. You got an opportunity to choose your prime uh, right underneath that. Then it's going to show you the base material for that prime. The adjusted field then is going to take into account your research. So if you're looking at mine, for example, right here on prime road credit yield, it's going to cost 1000 but because of efficient research, because of my crystal research, my research, um, uh, my efficiencies are pretty high. My net yield is 31%. So I only have to spend 690. Now, I can sit around and wait till I get 1,000 uncommon and then, you know, let, let the server and let the client do its work. Or now I can adjust my goal. I can adjust my goal to, to the point where Listen, I only need 690. And if you take a look, holy snikey, I don't have to max a D3 to get that. I don't have to max a Legionary to get that. 
As a matter of fact, folks, take a look. A D3 at only Tier 7 will do it. A D3 at only Tier 7 will do it. I don't have to max that ship anymore. Now, you're right. Some people have all the primes. That's great. Good for you. But if anything has been made very clear over the last two weeks, Big, if anything has been made very clear over the last two weeks, it's that not everybody has every prime. True or false? I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how many people that I met who don't have prime officers. I was shocked at how many people don't have prime officers. I, I really was. I, I kind of assumed that that was, that was something that people would have picked up. And, <coughs> and I take it for granted. I forget about it. I forget that that prime was $100. You know? I mean, golly. Now, now, granted, I don't mean every single prime. Even I don't have every single prime. I've, I've not spent on every single prime. And, and golly, I may... I may use this and go back. Let, let's take a look. Here's a prime that I'm missing. I do not have prime ore. I never figured it was worth it. I, I never really wanted to do it. Okay? Uh, just because, like, I did the crystal and I did the gas, and then I kind of felt like, golly, I, I didn't know if it, was, if it was actually really doing a heck of a lot for me. So I, I decided not to spend $100 on prime ore. All right? Uh, but... Putting in prime ore, golly, look here, I got a 20% net yield. And uh, and for those of you listening in podcast, thank you so very much. Our graphics room has tons of pictures for you, all right? Taking a look right here at the one I just uploaded into the graphics room, that's my prime ore, all right? All I need, guys, all I need is a, is a, is a tier, let's see, tier 7 would be level 35. So I guess I got to take the legionary to tier 8, but I don't even need to spend all the XP. I don't have to spend any components. I just got to go to level 36. Now, granted, granted, Gripster brings up a very good point. Prime ore, for example, costs 100 million to lithium, even if you do get the four-star ore, except not quite. Okay? It's not quite 100 million. It is obviously a lot. Okay? It's, it's a ton. But that's also being reduced. That's also being reduced by new researches in addition to the old ones. So let's talk about resources for a second. All right, let's talk about the resources for a second. Where am I going to get the lithium? And yes, you're right. You can raid deal, but even raiding 100 million deals a lot. Okay, I mean, that's a lot. All right, but let's take a look. Where do we get deal efficiencies? Where do you want to focus if you're trying to save on deal? Okay, let's take a look. Uh, do we have anything in the combat tree? No, nope, going through combat tree, nothing there. Let's take a look at the station tree. We got anything in the station tree? Well, there is some deal research here, but that looks to be mostly generation, warehouse, storage, capping. Wait, here's one. Here's one in the station tree. Here's the one in the station tree. Uh, I don't even know what column this is, uh, but if you take a look right after station defenses, research optimization. Research optimization increases the cost efficiency uh, of research for steel, trite, and dill. All right, so there's one. All right, I happen to have mine to 83%, so uh, we'll, we'll do that here in just a second. All right, uh, here, as a matter of fact, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to write this down. Uh, let me open up a new sheet. I got 83%. Okay, uh, let's see. Do we have anything else in the station tree? I don't believe that there is. Research expert is on speed, so no resources there. Um, all right, let's go into Galaxy. There's got to be something in the galaxy tree, right? That's arguably one of the best trees of all time, uh, up until a certain point. All right, uh, let's see. P 
pure. I'm pretty sure the pures are in here. I probably missed it. Um, I know the pures are in here. I know I've skipped over them. Oh, <laughs> uh, golly, where is the pure? I see the pure materials. In the station. Oh, it's in station? See, I missed over it. Okay, so we got research. Um, and then we've also got pure. There it is. There it is. Thank you. Right after, right after research expert, I looked right over when we talked about the speed. There's pure dill. Pure dill. Okay. And there's another 68% for me. All right. Now I am going to come down here to the outlaw tree where I think there's nothing for resources. I'm pretty sure. Uh, no ship components are. That's materials. Yeah, so nothing in the uh, nothing in the outlaw tree, but then we come into the territory tree, which everybody loves. Uh, Epic Neo is saying pure doesn't count for research, and you know what? Actually, now in hindsight, I think you're right. That's for ship components, right? Let me take a quick peek. Yep, that's components. Sorry, you got to take that one out. All right, we'll take out the sixty-eight percent. Uh, now we're going to come into territory. We're going to come into territory where we've got. Thank you, Neo. By the way, I was getting ready to mess that up. Uh, we come into the third leg of territory, and you've got optimized research. Optimized research, which increases the cost efficiency of steel, triton, deal for research. Okay, uh, I've got eight percent there, so I'm at a total ninety-one percent efficiency. Uh, that's on my deal. I'm going to come back out. I'm going to take a look at the R and D bonus. That is only speed. Okay, so no help there. So if I'm not mistaken, then you guys double check me. But uh, is that the only two? Those may be the only two. Uh oh. Take a look there. You've got a, you got a service. You got a service. 40% if you've got that particular territory, Frampton. 40% research efficiency for steel, trade, and dill on research. Okay. Aeronautics Studio. Thank you. Let me take a look at that. See, I would have figured this out eventually. I'm just trying to wing it. I'm trying to I've, do got, it I've got the list there for you. Oh, <laughs> okay, hang on a second. I'm trying to do too many things at once. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, look at there. How to calculate time and cost reduction. So we've got... Um, it's not the aeronautics studio. That's for building. All right. Research optimization is the station research tab. Uh, outlaw research. That's for materials. Uh, resources on the station research tab for optimized and territory. Uh, okay. So there we go. That's that's everything that we found. So in my case, then, I don't have the territory. I don't have the territory. So I am looking at a research efficiency of 91%. Now, I'm going to take $100 million I uh, can't even do that without uh, commas. Let's see. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Okay. Then I'm going to divide that number by, everybody knows the formula by now, or you should, one plus the sum of all bonuses. My sum of bonuses is 91% or 1.91. So uh, mine is going to end up yielding. I got a 91% efficiency. So, folks, that 100 million dill, that 100 million dill, is actually only going to end up costing me about $52 million. Okay? And by the way, guess what? Shocker! Elkars has a, has a tool for that as well. Okay? He's got a tool for that as well. Uh, and that is your research and building calculator. All right? And by the way, this does not only materials, but resources and also time, speed. Now, you may remember on the last show, we were talking about how to prepare for the Spock auction. Golly, it might even look big. It might even look like this show actually has, like, an agenda. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It might actually look like this show has a plan and ties things together. Because on the very last episode, we said, hey, guys. Hello, hello. 
The Spock auction is coming. The Spock auction is coming soon, and what can you do to get ready? And now, yet here is another tool introduced by the LCARS team to allow you to do just that. All right, this is, uh, and, and this one may not obviously be as much for the Spock auction, but still dealing with research efficiencies, research cost, and research time. And not only that, and yes, you're right, we got a Kirk auction coming too. All right, so so listen, you got you got an option here. Maybe if you really wanted to think about this, Fartasia, how cool would it be if you look in your in your shipyard right now and you're like, holy cow, I've got a level 35 legionary. You mean I could scrap that right now and do a prime? Maybe do a prime during the Kirk auction when I'm going to get bonus points for those extra rare materials? And then, and then, hang on, then I'm not going to claim that research until during the Spock auction because primes are always worth money. Those are money points, right? Those primes typically give more points than any other research you can do. Well, research is given 10 points per power. Let's take a look at Borg Refinery, for example. Borg Refinery is 20,000 power times 10 points. There's a quick, easy 200,000 points for the Spock auction. Now, granted, 200,000 points ain't going to win Jack, but it's not. It's 200,000 points that you didn't have before. It's 200,000 points worth of officer XP you don't have to spend. All right, 200,000 points uh, is... For those of you who are going to be counting on Latinum, that's 25,000 ship XP that you don't have to convert with Latinum just by doing a research, by scrapping a ship that you already have that you haven't used in eight months for some of you. All right? And for those of you who are using, uh, for those of you who are using a Sally right now, chances are you're not using your Legionary very much. I mean, I, I've got it. I don't use it. Okay? I, I don't I don't I never used that ship. Golly, it, it, as a matter of fact, I said that I had planned on scrapping a Mayflower and a D3 for my path to 41. But I've got a legionary in there that might get me something for a prime that I don't have. As a matter of fact, I don't have prime ore. Guess what the legionary is going to give me? Prime ore for free. First ship I'm not using. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Farty, I want to thank you, buddy. I want to thank you for this tool because as we were talking, you, you even came to me and you said, you know, I just had an idea. One of my team was asking me about this, mm -hmm. and we've all talked about the need to max ships. I mean, mm -hmm. that, that's what we've talked about. You want to scrap it, you want to max it, right? Now, granted, nobody is arguing here that the payout gets better by level. It does. It gets better exponentially by level, okay? So if you want to be super-duper efficient about it, go ahead and max it. But I'm here to tell you, the difference between, say, Tier 7 and Tier 9, if you're a free-to-play player, what is that, six months? I mean, seriously, you take a look at a, at a Mayflower, all the rare gas that it needs, the difference for a free-to-play, a true free-to-play, keep in mind, they're not getting all the stuff, all the materials out of the elite battle pass. If you are a true free-to-play, the path from Tier 7 to Tier 9 on a Mayflower, it's easily months. I get, I get, mm -hmm. I bet it's four to six months. 
I'd like somebody to, to, to try that. Somebody, I mean, somebody who's a free-to-play. How long does it take you to max a level 26 ship? It's a long time, I bet. It's a long time. So this tool now points out to you that you don't necessarily have to max it if you have a goal in mind. Now, somebody in the chat did indicate, of course, you could amass other materials and other resources and maybe start getting some of those materials and resources towards another prime. Absolutely, you could do that. Absolutely. But if you take a look at this spreadsheet, all right, and you put in your researches and you put in the prime that you're going for, guess what? All right, guess what? Take a look at the last screenshot that I just posted. The very last one that I just put in here uh, was for my prime ore, right? Yeah, prime uh, three-star ore refining. I need 800. Well, a level 36 legionary will give me 830. A USS Mayflower will give me 881. But guess what? What if I, what if I already have 300 of it? What if I already have 300 of it? Now, <clears throat> I know I don't need to go that high. Now I know that I could use L-cars to ping and see what a 35 or a 34 could be. And maybe, golly, and, and literally, Farty, I'm sorry, this just popped into my head. I don't even know if this would be hard to do. Uh, just out of curiosity, and, and feel free to tell me no, how hard would it be for us to add a field where players can put in what their current inventory is so that it would subtract it and then tell you what level of ship you would have to scrap, even after it, taking into account your current inventory? Is that is that... Would that be difficult? Sorry to put you on the spot. You can say no. Tell no, me to shut no, up. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> Tell me to it's, shut up, it's DJ. More gonna, <laughs> it's more going to affect the formatting. I've got to figure out how to format it to make it look pretty. There you go. We'll make it pretty. That's, 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 a, the, that's the hard part. <laughs> but but in, in saying that, you can, do it, you can do it now. If you look at where it tells you how much you need and you say, well, geez, I've got um, – I've already got 300, which means I only need 500 and 500-odd. So – what you can do is you can actually type over the calculated field and it will automatically do the calc do the ch check for you uh, and tell you what you need. Oh, um, in the adjustment. Just make sure just 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 make sure you just un undo your your uh, Yeah, your don't save typing. it that way. So don't <laughs> yeah. save it that way. That's so right. golly, right now. I mean, you've got that capability. So so again, don't save the changes, all right? But if you look in the adjusted field, all right, that's going to tell you that you need 800. All right? But like he just said, if you've already got 300, then you only need five. So just type over the 800 in the adjusted field, and guess what? Then the ship selector is going to tell you what you need to accumulate 500. And that's brilliant. That's freaking bloody brilliant. And I told Farty that on the phone. I said, you know what? This tool, <laughs> I, I personally believe, and we're getting ready to take a break. We're getting ready to take a break. But I personally believe that this is the most innovative spreadsheet tool that LCARS has released. And yes, I know that the that the ship power calculator, if already says how I can't believe that he's saying that this is better than the ship power calculator. <laughs> uh, but but I'm here to tell you, this has more, in my opinion, this has more today now use to to a large segment of the community, which we have discovered a large segment of the community is either low spend or no spend. And they're not going to have all these primes, folks. Take a look at the drop-down list of all those primes. Every prime in the game, including the daggone brand new ones. Okay? Look down yeah, there. We, we've, left some, 
we've left some out. And the, the reason why I've left some out is because it's epic uh, materials. And you can't get epic materials from scrapping. So they're not there. there that's right. Yeah, the um, Prime Borg, for Borg. example. Yes. Prime Borg. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's not in there because of the four-star epic. And that's not available to scrapping yeah. yet. So, you know, and, and here's the thing. And this is why I said at the beginning um, to the VIPs. This is still something good for you. Now, I know, Big, you said you've scrapped a dozen ships. I know Gregor's told me the same thing. He's scrapped several ships, all right, to continue to give you the materials as you move forward. This may not necessarily help you as far as the primes go, as far as scrapping out, but it is going to still be useful in the fact that, you know, without using L cars, you can still determine what's going to give you what at what level. All right. Well, here's, uh, here's the thing. I, I, I had a chat last night with another another player, um, and he said, "This is great, but I've got all the primes. You know, how can this benefit me?" And the the to, to tear it down quickly. The result we came back with is I can create another tab. That's another sheet that can do it for um, for the 40, 40 pluses that can tell you, you you enter in how much you need, and it'll tell you what ships you need to scrap to get that. Or what what possibly you can achieve to get that, so we can we can add another sheet to it. So because the problem with being forty plus is that uh, various refinery options aren't available to you until higher levels. So there are resources that you want that you can't yet get because you can't refine for it. So you can scratch chips instead to get those particular materials, and we will create a tab for those players so that they can the you know the, the whales have that option available to them. Well, consider this as well. Um, <clears throat> they may have all the primes, right? And only the primes are in mm -hmm. this drop-down, but there's a lot of research. Mm -hmm. Gregor was on this show last week and said, gosh, even me, even me, a level 49 VIP, even I converted my epic gas into rare because it's more useful to me. Why is that? It might not be a prime research, but he still has a lot of research. And, 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 and Big, I would imagine that you have run into research at your level up there in the upper 40s. What are you, 47, 48 now? I bet you've run into research that takes four-star rare gas. Yeah? Yeah. Well, Ops, Ops 50, you can, you, can, you can scrap your um, Epic G3s, like your, your Enterprise, for instance. Blech. So there's still a, ben <laughs> there's still a benefit. Blech. I can't imagine. Uh, or, <laughs> I just can't imagine. Or they do it. Toys did one. Toys did his. Yeah, they do it. Oof. I know. I know they do. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it. I'll post it. You see it. It's uh, it's the same kind of reason that that we would scrap a twenty six level ship. They don't have a need for it anymore. If you're level fifty, mm -hmm. you know you're probably not flying your original Enterprise down around, around a lot, or you might have a second one. All right, because I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. Toys has two. All right. Uh, by the way, maxed out. Look there, foe who has scrapped four Enterprises. <laughs> okay? Good God. All right? So, and, and again, for the simple reason that, that the Enterprise to them is the Sally to us. Or the or the or the the legionary or the Mayflower. Take a look there, big country uh, posting this. This is a USS Enterprise, a G three Epic. I presume big that this was maxed out. I'm going to throw this into. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll throw yeah. that into the graphics room. Take a look at that, okay? And still, by the way, only 2,300 rare four-star gas, which he is going to then turn around and spend on research if he has any that he hasn't done. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Um, and, and, and again, why this particular calculator can still, right now it's, you know, listen, this was created in about 14 hours. All right. And it's a perfect tool for helping players plan their primes. And that's how I wanted to pitch it. That's how I wanted to introduce it to you. Free to play and low spend players. This is a must have tool for you in planning your progression, in planning your primes, in planning how far you're going to take a ship before you finally cash in. All right. And for big country and for foe and for uh, Scott and Gregor, this is still going to have some application to it because you can you can easily without you know looking at various uh, at various uh, commands within Elcars, all right? Because obviously the information's in Elcars. But here's another format, a, a tool on your desktop, all right, that you can plug in and just see what's going to give you what at what level, all right? Doesn't have to be a prime. Just like we just said a second ago, you could overwrite the adjusted field with a manual number. Do the same thing. Big, if you've got a research that takes 3,000 rare gas, <clears throat> all right, then go type in 3,000 rare gas. And then you can see what's gonna, what, what you can scrap to get there. All right? It's the same, same principle. You just don't have a drop-down to choose from. Your researches aren't in a drop-down. And guys, same thing, for, same thing for the rest of you. I know some upper-level 30 players. Upper level 30 players have this, ugh, have this thing over at the combat tree at the very, very edge. If you're 38 or 39 and you start to see all this blocked out, this grayed out research, okay, four-star hull density and four-star barriers and four-star shield modulation, I'm here to tell you that research is going to be here before you know it. All right. Look at Federation firepower or Klingon firepower or Romulan firepower in the combat tree. By the way, that's open. All right. That's open for players, I think, I'm wanting to say 36 plus. All right. By the way, I have none of that research done. It's available to me. It's available to me, but look at the cost. 104, uh, sorry, 111 four-star rare gas, um, 29 rare three-star uh, three star rare gas. But the, but the holdup for me is obviously the four-star. I need 111 four-star rare gas. Golly, I just converted 100 of it. Now I need 11 more. What can I scrap to get me what I need for Federation firepower, for example? All right. Now, obviously, I'm not going to scrap a ship for only 11, 11 four-star rare gas. All right. When, especially when you consider the cost of building and the cost of the blueprints, et cetera, et cetera. All right. But nonetheless, maybe I want to scrap a ship that's going to get me 189 so I can do the next level. You see what I'm saying? All right. What are you guys talking about? Who wants to test what? <laughs> I'll test something. All right. Um, oh, yeah, firepower is open. Okay. You guys are saying Ops 34. All right. So how many of you Ops 34 players have four-star rare gas? Well, some of you may now. <laughs> some of you may now if you use your converter. All right. Uh, for example, hey, for players who said, well, golly, I bought Borg Prime and I already had Prime Officers, what am I going to do with it? Well, gosh, maybe convert it. Maybe convert it and use that 100 on these firepowers in your combat tree. Okay? And no, it's not quite enough. But, I mean, it gets you 100 out of the 111 that you may need, and, and it may be different for some of you based on, 
based on the materials and research efficiencies and so forth you've got. All right. So now, to be perfectly honest with you, arguably somebody saying, well, is that off base? It's only 5%. Um, this is weapon damage. And um, I would argue that this being one of the earliest research trees and one of the earliest researches ever written into the game, I would imagine that by today, that particular research is god-awful. <laughs> okay? I would, be, I would imagine that it is god-awful. Uh, and it's only, you know, per faction. So you take a look, and it's 25 million trite and 100 four-star rare gas for a 5% boost to weapons damage. Um, for all Federation ships. And by the way, no, I'm, I'm sure it's not base. I'm sure that that is a cumulative figure for your sum of all bonuses. So again, another reason that I haven't really taken a whole lot of time to push that research. I would imagine that that research is, is going to disappoint me greatly. Big, um, just out of curiosity, and then we'll take our first break. Um, in the combat tree, at the very, very end, before you get into your four-star stuff, um, those researches there, the Klingon firepower, Federation firepower, and Romulan firepower. Do you consider those researches to be, quote-unquote, worth it? Big's gone. In the no. combat? No, in the combat tree? Yeah. Yeah, you take a look at the combat tree all the way to the right. Um, you know, Tier 1, for example, is only a 5% boost to damage. And again, I would imagine that is 5% added to the sum of all bonuses. I would have a hard time spending on that one, to be perfectly frank with you. Mac is in here as well. Uh, Mac is another uh, level 40-plus player. Mac, um, how do you feel? Epic Neo says same thing. Yeah, it's a 5% boost to cumulative, you know, basically. It, it, just like every other research is, all right? It increases the sum of all bonuses, so you're adding that bonus, you know, by 5%. Um, however, hey, how about this? Mac says, not going to do a whole lot for your actual damage output, but worth a very decent chunk of power for an auction. Ooh, let's take a quick look. Uh, very quickly in L-Cars, and then we'll get ready to, to wrap up and take our first break. All right, uh, in L-Cars, hashtag uh, research federation firepower, and we'll do that at level one. Good God, 64,000 power, folks. 64,000 power. So uh, how bad do you want Spock? <laughs> All right, there you go. I'll put it in the graphics room for you. But 64,000 power times 10 points for research, that's 640,000 points. Boom. Okay. So. You know, what also makes it worse is that, you know, now that you're doing research in the, the outlaw and in the territory, and it's, like, so beneficial, sometimes when I go back and I, like, you know, something new opens up, I'm always, like, kind of different disappointed and like what the results are because you know we get kind of you know accustomed to the results when you do something in outlaw or when you do something in territory it gives you a much bigger impact so then when you go back and you do the you know something in combat station or galaxy i'm always kind of like disappointed i'm like man that's well that's crazy. why i kind of said you know I, I don't know that i would be particularly yeah. excited about this research because it was it, it, listen this research let's be fair this research was written over two years ago, long before yeah. later trees were added, long before the percentages got too high and too out of control, this 5% is negligible, to be perfectly honest with you. It's an extremely expensive research for a negligible return, but it's two years old. 
It's two years old. So, I mean, you have to go back and look at what the research was two years ago. And you know what? Two years ago, this was probably a significantly better research. All right. But today, going back to our re- a diminishing returns video and podcast, okay, today, this research ain't, ain't that great. Blue Mandalorian says, are you saying it needs to be buffed? See, that you got to be real careful with that, Blue. You got to be super careful with that. It can't necessarily be buffed because... I mean, people already have it completed. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't do a whole lot to an existing tree. You can't do a whole lot to an existing tree. That's why I'm not necessarily opposed to things like we just got in the galaxy tree. Okay? Like, those researches, those were new. All right? Prime, uh, or not uh, the primes, but like the nanoprobe hunter. Okay? I can literally see a real difference. A real difference. And those were cheap. All right? Max says it could be discounted. Blue says you could increase the percentages, but that is going to increase the percentages for everybody, including who already has it. So you're actually just going to create a large gap. All but right. it is already discounted. Hey, what's up, buddy? It's discounted. It's discounted with the researches that you're getting, and that is true. That's very true. It's going to be discounted uh, with resources. It's going to be discounted with the materials. That's true. But again, you know, speaking on the fact that it takes four-star rare, it, it for 5% weapons damage boost, again, in my mind, probably not worth it, which is cool, which is cool, by the way, because I've always been an advocate of choosing your research. And by the way, take a quick peek real quick in the last 30 seconds before we take a break. Take a real quick peek at that end of that combat tree. Does it depend on anything else? Take a quick peek here, guys. There's no lines that lead to following research, meaning that that research ends right there. Now, by the way, how interesting is it that we see, uh, and this has been here for a while, uh, the next research requiring the ion particle, which you're going to get to, you know, uh, in your early 40s. All right. But look, no lines, no tree. Okay. Nothing dependent right there. Interceptor barrage, explorer barrage, and battleship barrage are independent researches, not dependent on doing Klingon firepower or Federation firepower. So fortunately, those are the end of the tree. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. You don't have to. Okie dokie. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, we are going to take a very quick break. I'd like to welcome Gregor. What's up, buddy? Welcome to the show. I thought you weren't going to be able to make it tonight. Yeah, I'm just for, I'm off for about 30, 45 minutes. Oh, uh, well, we always enjoy having you here. Uh, so I've got my left-hand man and my right-hand man here. And the boss man. He popped in a minute ago, too. What's up, Snake Eyes? Appreciate you being here. I've got all the important men in my life here. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, listen, coming up after the break, we are going to get into some community Q&A. Um, Tony Rome says he's having trouble hearing people. Uh, only me and Fartasia? You're not hearing anybody else? That's weird, because you should be. Nobody else has, like, different permissions, so... Kind of weird there. Um, but we're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to take your questions and dive into a little bit more about the primes now that we've got a calculator, now that we've got a legitimate path forward into primes. What primes may be more important than others? And I know some of the other content creators have, have touched on this. We're only going to spend a few minutes on it uh, because a lot of them have talked about it. But now you've got an actual tool that can maybe help you get some of these primes a little bit sooner. 
And we're going to talk about that coming up before our community blast. We're going to do that, and then we got a game to play tonight. Our first segment tonight brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, a great group of online toy collectors in a Facebook group. All right, Everybody, everybody's got Facebook, right? You just get on there, and you go, and you search, and you could even go into a browser and type Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, and you're going to find the group, okay? And once you get there, you can send a little request or you know join the group, and that way you can kind of see what they're talking about, take a look at some of the toys and stuff that, uh, that they've been talking about. I know that, uh, that they have... Uh, reached out and a, and a lot of people are kind of joining a lot of people are talking they're getting some new blood in there and they're saying hey well you know this person had this toy that that you know so and so had been looking for for like six months it's so cool to see these people work back and forth and everybody's been super friendly uh, everybody's been very receptive guys if you like this kind of thing all right and i know some people may not but i think most of us would love to see a toy from our childhood on sale somewhere like it just i don't it just brings back nostalgia all right. If you see a toy that you used to play with, you're like, oh, man, I remember that. All right. Oliver found uh, Gregor. I'll tell you this. Oliver found in the basement the other day. He found one of my original and this wasn't one of the cheap knockoffs. This was an actual original um, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Megazord that did actually transform like the pieces moved and and adjusted like they did in the TV show. And it actually formed the Megazord. And he was playing with that. I probably should have sold it before he saw it because he quickly broke the arm off of it. Um, <laughs> Is that an antique toy now? I mean, it, I guess it could have been. It could have been. Um, but, yeah, he, he broke the arm off of it, so it's no longer. I mean, it was perfect. It was perfect, Gregor. It probably would have sold. Uh, what's that? If it was still in mint condi- condition, original package, uh, so yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I had the I still I will not had I have the original package, and and the toy was in great shape. It wasn't scratched. I mean, I played with it when I was younger, but it, it wasn't you know destroyed or anything. It was still in great shape. Oliver has five minutes with it. And he breaks the arm off, half the arm, <laughs> half the arm. Okay, like like you because the arm separated. Okay, like that was part of the morphing process. The arm separated. He broke off one side of the arm. Yeah, I was very upset about it. Uh, but nonetheless, I probably could have put that up there and it would have made some money. All right. You guys probably have something like this in your garage. Go check it out. Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. We're going to take a very quick break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Corn Nuts, the crunchy snack nuggets made from dead skin we cut off our toes. GameStop presents the video game everyone's stocking up on. Introducing Hedge Fund. Look, Mommy, I just bought $5 stock and now it's worth 50 Hedge Fund. The interactive game that teaches your kids to crush billionaire investors. Wow, I just made a CEO sell his private jet because his trophy wife left him. And organize a financial revolution on Reddit. Uh, some guy named Lizard Lover wants to hold my shares. Hedge Fund. Now trading on Wall Street and coming soon to a bankruptcy court near you. Hey up, suckers. Yeah. 
Thank you for the request. Just so grumpy. Don't be grumpy. Uh, good evening. Welcome in. Your mics are potted up. Thank you uh, for the request. That was Big Country welcoming uh, welcoming Big Country back to the show after what feels like weeks and weeks and weeks. Big Country is back. Gregor, he told us uh, at the beginning of the show, like, you know, he had to prioritize. And it was either football or Star Trek Fleet Command and even admitted to shirking his admiralty responsibilities. That's what he said. I have it on tape. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. Probably a good thing. Let me ask you, Admiral of your alliance. Um, are you more dedicated to your team? Are you there and available for your guys despite the fact that you want to watch, you know, grown men beat each other on a field of grass? Are you talking to me? Yeah. I'm not yeah. even Admiral, bro. I gave that up. <laughs> So uh, the answer is no, I'm not dedicated enough to my guys because <laughs> I told them piss off. I took off, right? Uh, That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, forget you no, guys. No, 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 no. I, I, yeah, it's, you know what? It's, it's a lot of work being an admiral, man. Oh, I know. Gregor, I know. DJ, tell, tell Gregor how we opened the show today. Tell, tell him how this show got opened. Even before Stupid News, Tom. Tom before Stupid News, uh, I was venting about the fact, you know, that I still have full faith and confidence in my quarterback, in my QB, number 12, Aaron Rodgers. That's my quarterback, my quarterback. And, uh, and I, feel like he was, I feel like he was disserviced last week. And, wh- and while he was doing that, he <laughs> lost – 200 million steam. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. While I was complaining about D- Aaron Rodgers. DJ is the guy paddling the leaky boat across was, the lake. Man. I was being raided. I was. Uh, by Big's team, nonetheless. Okay, thank you, by the way. Uh, thank you. Thank on server 15 for taking 200 million of my steel. I'll get it back. I'll get it back. Uh, actually, listen, guys. Uh, we can talk about this for just a second. Holy cow. Holy cow. I don't know about you guys on your servers. All right, Razik, I know you're a big raider. Wardod, you're a big raider. Holy cow. On my server, raiding has been stupid this last week. I mean, absolutely insane stupid. Uh, Think will tell you. All right, there's probably somebody (laughs) gloating a screenshot somewhere. All right. I had 4.8 billion steel before they took 200 million. 4.8 billion steel. Folks, I'm here to tell you. Oh gosh, I bet you I bet you a billion of that steel has come this week. I bet you a million. I mean a billion of that steel has come this week. Guys, people were claiming their final milestones of the battle pass. <laughs> Those last three or four milestones gave out million hundreds of millions of resources for players. 
And then players like me forget to shield. <laughs> it was Coron. By the way, it was the Arcs. Did they did they bump the uh, February pack? I haven't looked at it yet. Let's take, let's take a quick peek. All right, here, yeah, the February pack is out. Let's take a look at what it is. Uh, you know, I haven't bought this one for a couple of months, but golly, mine does look pretty daggone good. Uh, let's see, two. Wow, mine has 4.5 billion steel in it. Uh, it comes with 160 rare ore. You know, I feel like that may be a little bit higher. That does look bumped to me. I, I think they did. I think they did. Dang. Dang. Listen, I'm, I know we just spent the entire first half of the show talking to the free-to-play, but I, I will say this. All right, And I've, I'm on tape saying it before. Um, aside from the battle pass, which still to this day I believe to be the best value in the game. All right, still to this day, best $20 you can put in the game. However, these monthly packs that have been coming out for what, a year and a half, almost two years now, they have continually gotten better, and they do, of course, still get better as you ramp up. But I'm here to tell you, these things are great value. Great value, because what are they up to on the monthly chip now? Uh, well, and that's what I was getting to say. Grudging Sue says it's still very little from the monthly chip uh, or from the daily chip, but I, I don't know if that's actually true because look, look at what you're getting for 100 bucks. Let's start on the front side. All right, let's. it's definitely not the same price, okay? No, it's. I mean, it's not a different price. It's still $99, but you take a look here, all right? At Ops 39, at Ops 39, uh, 70,000 Latinum, all right? And again... I know I've said this to to the mild spender, maybe even the dolphin spender. Listen, latinum is a thing. I know Gregor probably has a million. Biggs probably got a million. The 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 actual like late forties, you know, VIPs, the big spenders, they got a lot of latinum. All right, but latinum continues to be a thing for free to play, which is why the the divorce thing was so great. But even for the mild spenders, all right, seventy thousand. I mean that that's more than comes in any other pack. Okay, it's more than comes in any other pack. And by the way, no, it doesn't matter. If it's twenty-eight days. You still get sixty days to claim all the chips. All right, so you, you still get sixty days um, to to claim all the February chips. And that's honestly probably why it's a day or two early. All right, and and that's right. Over in Sydney, Australia, it actually is February first. Okay, um, but anyway, so yeah, seventy thousand latinum, one hundred and sixty rare ore, one hundred and two rare crystal, one hundred and two rare gas. Guys, I'm here to tell you, for a lot of you, that's a couple of. I mean, that's that's. That's really good. All right. That's enough for me to tier my enterprise and my auger. <laughs> Both. Two. Tier two tiers. Not not two tiers, but like, you know, one ship, one tier each. All right. That that's a bunch. Then you got a bunch of uncommon, which is great. All right. Um then you come down, be or uh, Snake Eyes asking about the two star parts. The two star parts I don't think have ever traditionally come in the actual ninety nine dollar pack. Okay. I have no two star parts. In the pack, but I'm pretty sure those come in the your chips. Level. It might depend on your level. Okay, maybe I thought those actually came in the chips because I, I still get. Let me let's take a look at the February. Let me find resources here. February delete uh, chip pack, which, golly, it is actually short a day. Did that go up yesterday? Because it says 58 days, 21 hours. So it's not. Did that? Did I miss it? Did it come up yesterday? It must have come up yesterday, folks. <laughs> February is a short month, remember? Well, yeah, but they still usually give 60 days. 30 plus 28, 58. 
Well, they technically gave 59. They gave, they gave 59 go. days. So, anyway, nonetheless, um, in the daily chip redemption, all right, another 2.4 million steel, another 960 latinum, so 1,000 there. Uh, to answer your question, Snake Eyes, yes, 120 uncommon of each material and 960 common of each material that's in two-star, and that's uh, your daily redemption. So, so let's do the math. I got 4.5 billion steel coming out of the $100 pack. Then I'm going to get 2.4 million times 30. I'm going to get another 72 million, which is arguably not that much, but another 72 million in steel. Um, I'm going to get uh, another 12 times 30, another 363 star uncommon, another 363 star uncommon on top of the 500 uncommon that comes in the $99 pack. Guys. Goodness gracious. That's 900 uncommon uh, for the ore and 600 uncommon for each crystal and gas. All right, that's been pretty... Okay. All right, so battle pack, definitely number one. All right, battle pack or battle pass, definitely still for 20 bucks, the best pack in the game. This, a very close second. And it pays out over time, which is kind of nice. All right, you don't... You, you just At the end of the month, you get more stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, Medieval Knight says, goodness, no wonder I get spanked so hard. Look at all that daily three-star plus the battle pass. You're right. Okay. Um, hey, Jersey. Yes, it is $4.5 Take a look. You got $2.2 .2 raw, but look right on the road directly underneath. You got another $2.2 in steel or in tokens. All right. So, I guess technically $4.4 I should say. But then add that to the $72 million you know, and then round up $4.5 <laughs> Okay. Sanzo says, I'd say it's a distant second. Okay, maybe. But it is still second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is still second place. All right, it's a great pack. And again, I'm not telling you to go out and buy it, just making you aware. I mean, it, it's got... Uh... No, I just I was just noticing that I think they bumped a basic RSS in the pack this month. <clears throat> You know, I I haven't actually bought it in a in a couple of months. I didn't buy it in December. I didn't buy it in January. So I, I I'm not the right person to ask on that. Uh, yeah. So no math for me. No math for me. Chuck's a grunt uh, because I, I didn't. I haven't bought it for the last two months. I, I can't honestly say. But but looking at it, gosh, it is a good pack. Maybe I should get back into it. Maybe I should get back into it. Get that pack back. Get my 200 million steel back, big country. Uh, Epic Neo is saying the re the resources are the same as last month's. Maybe okay. So Stephen Zarin says I didn't buy January, but compared to the December one, it does look bumped. Uh, Vinius says it is the same as last month. So maybe maybe they did a New Year's jump. Gosh, I can't believe we didn't. It catch wasn't. It. Mine's not the same as last month. I know that much. Okay. I, I didn't know if it was true for everybody. Bubba so. is saying that January was inflated. January was bumped. There you go. Okay. There you go. All right. Sanzo says, I mean, the $20 packs give you more than half of what $100 buys you. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. But also the, the, the $20 pack for the Elite Battle Pass also requires 30 days of, of eventing, too. Which, I mean, arguably, you know, is the same as far as money value goes. But the $99 pack comes with zero effort, <laughs> which some of us like. <laughs> okay. So you got 30 days of eventing to do. or Well, eh, 20, technically. 20 <laughs> Gregor I just got the funniest uh, private message um, from you guys you guys and listen obviously you guys know 
Okay, you guys know the Scopely Overlords listen to the game. They're here right now. Uh, I just got the following message. Uh, breaking news, everybody. The Scopely Overlords say, <clears throat> official announcement, um, quote, just buy both. <laughs> 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 that's funny thank you for your comment <laughs> just buy both <laughs> that's actually really really good thank you very much hey listen while i've got you uh while you're while you're messaging me in pm uh you know i didn't actually get a chance to to get up with you earlier in the day do we have a do we have a hint for these folks regarding arc two i know we got the one from last week we know let's let's uh let's recap what we know from last week uh, the hint, and again, it doesn't have to be like a super big hint because we're not technically, we're not technically in between the arcs. And you know, my best work comes in between the arcs. Okay. Uh, that's when, that's when we've always given the hints is between the arcs. Technically today we are still in the arc, but they did give us a little nugget last week that said, uh, that bones was coming and big country. I don't know if you were here, you may have missed it. Uh, Gregor, I know we talked about it. Uh, Officer Bones is coming into the game in February. That will be uh, a new officer for ARC 2. All right. Uh, and that wasn't even a hint. It was just a uh, boom. Here you go. Okay. Uh, here's Bones. He's coming. And uh, Trap Lord is asking about the abilities. I don't think I have that just yet. Okay. Uh, I don't have that just yet. But, um, hey, can I... Can I can I tell him a little bit more about what I know about bones? Is that okay? Or, sh- or do you want me to, do you want me to not share that right now? All right. Cause I, I did, I do have a little bit of information about him that I don't have written down here. Where did I put that? <laughs> All right. Never mind. I don't think I remember what he's going to do. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember what he's going to do. So, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, here, I'll give you the, I'll give you this. Okay. Um, Here's what he wrote. Can I read what you wrote? That's I can read that, right? I'll wait for him to say yes. Um, yes. Bones, Look at you, gender gender assigning. Huh? I mean, I know him. I actually yeah, know who it is. Source. It's like a, it's like a real person that I talk to. Okay. Yeah, it's a real person. I'm waiting. He might be. He might be looking something up to send to me. Maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm, we're just going to sit here and wait for 20 minutes. Uh, and wait. <laughs> we'll just sit here and wait for 20 minutes for him to answer me on what I can, what I can tell you. So guys. is this, is this a hint about the continuation of the toss arcs? Well, I yeah, think it's like first of all, no, first of all, well, so. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the toss arc never happened. Okay. That's not a real thing. Oh. Uh, dang it. I just said it. That's not a real thing, okay? Uh, the TOS arc is finishing up arc one right now, and uh, TOS arc two presumably would be on the way. And obviously, yeah, Gregor wins. He won the bet. Golly, I, I never I said I wasn't going to say it, and I just did. Uh, presumably, obviously, arc two is going to be the original series because we got Bones coming. All right, Bones is coming into the game, um, and uh, and that is happening. Now, I'm, I'm still waiting for for my buddy here to answer. I don't know what I can say, but you know what? I'll tell you what. I hope they, I hope they use that de-aging technology because I got to imagine he's pretty old these days. <laughs> I would imagine that like um, Womanizer Kirk, all right, we're going to get the actual original series DeForest Kelly, all right? 
Uh, that, I mean, that's that's what I would expect. Okay. Um, and and Bubba says it could be the Admiral Bones from Next Generation. Well, I guess that's that's true. Okay, that's possible. I I think that's unlikely. All right. We know. Listen, we know not confirmed by Scopely, but we know that this is uh, a doomsday type thing. Okay. I mean, there's been Easter eggs about this. All right. But, uh, you know, it just hasn't presented itself yet. So we know that the doomsday is going to present itself somehow. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, and I can now confirm, ladies and gentlemen, I can confirm it that it will be the original series DeForest Kelly, not even the movies. It's going to be 1960s. 1960s TOS Bones. All right. There you go. 1960s TOS Bones. Uh, that's what we've got. Now, I will tell you this, um, and, and I'm waiting for him to tell me if I can read the other two things. Uh, here, let me let me make sure that he's going to let me say this part. Mm. <clears throat> okay, yep. Hey, hey, we got confirmation on that too. Let me tell you, I, I actually am. I'm proud of the work we do with the community here, Gregor big country i'm proud we got we got overlords on a sunday night listening to the show all right thank you by the way i appreciate you being here all right here's your hint um so we've already released that bones is coming all right we know that bones is coming um and here is what we got only two new officers are coming next month only two officers are coming we know that bones is one of them they've already told us that so we're only getting two officers next month then listen from an analytical point of view that's actually a very good thing I, Gregor, you and I discussed, I felt like this month was, by the way, written very well, okay? Events-wise, creativity-wise, written super well. I really, really like that. But, man, there was a lot of officer acquisition stuff, you know, a lot of auctions. And, and well, I say there's a lot of auctions. We've only had two technically so far, but then there was the monetization of the mining officers and things like that. And the rewards were really, really great, Absolutely. Um, and I like the events. I like the event structures. But two epics in one month and then a rare and then two more officers, it did feel like a lot. And, of course, we were swamped with packs at the very beginning of the month. And it did it did kind of present to some people like, whoa, golly, we got to buy all these officers. Um, but <clears throat> two officers, only two officers coming next month, uh, may bode better potentially for their acquisition. I will say this, regardless of the fact that we got five officers this month, I believe they were sourced very well. Big Country, uh, I know you probably participated in the first auction, um, but, uh, and, and let me just presume, I know, Gregor, you won TOS Kirk. Uh, Big Country, did you win TOS Kirk during the first auction? Because there's only been one so far. Yeah. All right, yeah. so you got 110 shards of TOS Kirk. How many shards do you have now towards Tier 2? Um, I, I I think I just leveled them up, so um, maybe I have like two hundred. I think. Let me check. How did you do that? Let's see. How many shards were there in the elite pa- in the hundred dollar elite pass? I guess that's that that must be the difference, right? Because yeah. I I've got I've got eighty. No, I didn't. So no, I I finished. I think third. I finished third in in the I think fog and toys. And maybe even Cal, so I might have been fourth. So I'm, I have 121 uh, or 124 shards. 124. Okay. 
All right. Well, guys, I, I, what I, I guess the point that I was driving at is even aside from the auction, take a look at Kahorn right there, who probably didn't win an auction because I think I've got, oh, you won the first auction and you've got 73 shards? See, I, I did better than that. Um, and, and I'm not sure. I, of course, there were some leaderboards and things like that, and then you know there were a lot of solo milestones. Uh, but, guys, I got 78 shards, and I didn't place in the auction. I've got 78 out of 110 for an unlock. Now, I don't have, I don't have him unlocked yet, okay? This, this will be my Tier 1 unlock, but I got 78 out of 110. Gregor, let's go back. W when has Scopely ever released 78 epic shards inside a single month outside of auction format? I mean, that's pretty big. Yeah, no, that was, that was really good when they pushed that auction back. <clears throat> for, and, and that they replaced or they added additional acquisition events that was actually worthwhile yeah it, it was really really good take a look at blue mandalorian there 75 spock 101 kirk you're very close my friend scaly back got 68 um captain planet says did you buy uhura and dupont i uh did not purchase dupont i did purchase uhura okay um because i know i i i knew that Uhura, based off... And by the way, I didn't buy her on the first go, all right? I, I wanted to play the wait-and-see game. And and Snake Eyes actually bought her at, at the very first time she was out on that very first pack, like those first two or three days, he got her. Uh, and then, Gregor, you won your first auction, and you were talking about the research between TOS Uhura and TOS Kirk, uh, or the synergy, rather, the abilities. are I mean, they're a perfect marriage, which is ironic, okay? Uh, very, very weird. But... Um, Venkman says, how am I running Uhura? What do you mean, how am I running Uhura? First of all, I'm not, because I don't have Kirk, but I do have her unlocked. I'm not sure what you're asking. I bought her the if, second time. If you're if you're using her, you're probably doing TOS Kirk as captain, Uhura and Khan in the sidecars. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. That Yes, that is correct. Uh, and, and, that's, and that's very effective. <laughs> Sorry. I think we kind of yeah no 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 sorry I was I was trying to look at something else too so uh, yeah so Uhura became available uh, uh, a second time as a matter of fact you may remember during the second Prime Officers there were no packs available all right so that was actually a really fun event in that people legitimately had to recruit officers and and there was no there was no packs to buy to help you along it was a true grinders event a grinder a hoarders that was a true hoarders event. All right, because if you had a bunch of recruit tokens, whether it be faction recruit tokens or ultra recruit or premium, even the standard ones, okay? Plus, you're right, if you save the battle pass rewards, which I did, you know, so so all that jazz, okay? So that was kind of a hoarder's event right there. But um, then in the third one, in the third prime officer, she did become available. She did. All right, uh, listen, I've got one more hint for you here that I'm getting, and, and maybe we can continue to to squeeze him like a lemon, all right, and keep getting more stuff. He's chatting to me as we speak. Um, <clears throat> and I'm going to read this one, which is very vague, all right, but it could allow us to have a little bit of a conversation, Gregor and Big. Now that I read this to you, I'd like to hear what you think because <clears throat> right off the top of my head, I'm not a 1,000% sure what this alludes to. Um, two officers coming next month. Also, some other stuff is coming. And it's not a ship nor research. That's actually an interesting statement. 
Not a ship. New station buildings? Not a ship, nor research. Station buildings. It's got to be station buildings, <clears throat> then. What, new buildings? Please. Please. <laughs> Guys, Please don't, don't get into this market. market thing. Listen, I'm here to tell you. All right, just like I bet Steven Darren tacos, which, by the way, I lost. All right. Um, but I will make another bet, okay? This game is not going to receive a market. I mean, if it was going to receive a market, it would have by now. I'm telling you, it, it's going to imbalance uh, everything. I the disagree. game is not going to get a market. I just I don't see it getting a market. Uh, very simple. Uh, they had it in the game during digit times. It got removed and replaced by uh, the uh, Amada Control Center. But in April, uh, when we discussed it during a Q&A on the official uh Keenzo was talking about trade ships and what i noticed is uh, panic in the last q a when it got discussed again he mentioned black market with black between qu quotes so i mean they talked about we talked about markets before but they never said black market and i just know market is why I think they are seriously talking about it. I don't think that they're not seriously talking about it. I just, I mean, I really genuinely feel like if that was a high priority for them, we would have, we would have gotten it by now. Um, but I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. You know, I, listen, Captain Bull says he wants to take my bet. I'll bet you tacos too, buddy. I already owe, I already owe Stevens Aaron. So What's another Taco 12 pack? Chuck's a grunt. Let's go down the let's go down the assumption list. All right, Chuck's bunts. Uh, Chuck's a grunt. Uh, says a building. Tramplord says station? Question uh, mark. That'd be cool. You want to build a new station? I want to build a satellite station. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, Rex says could have something to do with new mining. Uh, Vankman says maybe new systems. Andar is uh, saying the market. Tony Rome says the market. Blue Mandalorian says new officers in the transport pattern section. That I would like, and that is maybe more likely because that's something that's already here. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, here's, the, here's the quote again. Other stuff is coming, not a ship nor research. It could be more officers in the transport patterns, and I would love that. Bird Like Ice says new armadas. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, DJ. Hmm. Mm. Ask your benevolent overlord. What <laughs> hey, ops level is he? Hey, overlord. No, I'm not going to ask that. I'm not going to ask what. Why? Because I don't want to. I don't want to out him on whatever server but he might be on. All right, fine. I'm not asking what server he's on. I'm asking what ops level he is. All right, what's your ops uh, level, man? I do, by the way, I do know that I, ops level I, he wants to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I actually, I do know that he plays. He actually, and this guy, like I, I've said this before. I've said this before. The guys that I talk to over at ops. Like I know that they that they play the game. They might not play it as hardcore as like you or me, Gregor, or you, Big, but they do play the game. And um, is he Isle of Island? What is he Isle of Island? Stop it, Vita! I have no idea. All right, look look for the player on your server that says Scopely rules. That's probably him. Okay, like Scopely uh, is awesome. Yeah, look for that player game name, uh, Lieutenant Razik. <laughs> it's uh, Isle of Ireland on our on our server because he is like uh, very high level and has zero power destroyed. Okay, well that probably is a test account. I mean, we know developer accounts exist, you know, and and they very, 
I mean, that's happened, all right? Uh, uh, Commander Taylor has seen uh, developer accounts on the lonely, desolate server 192, okay? I mean, there, there are various test accounts that get deposited places when they're trying to look at something or test this or test that. Uh, just FYI, uh, for those of you curious, Gregor, uh, he's Ops 35. Uh, Lieutenant Razik says, could we see away missions? BH, <laughs> BH Snipes says, uh, could we finally see territory capture services rotating? I would love that. Uh, Sliver Surfer says, new crew combinations? I'm not sure what you mean there. Uh, and the Mary Zoo says, how about new currency? Yeah, new currency. Um, let's see. What else? What other guesses do we have here? Sack Attack says, an Alliance Bank. Uh, that could be cool. <clears throat> um... Let's see. I'm going through. USS Pokemon says we're going to get a new gazebo. <laughs> a place for us to smoke our ribs, Gregor. That's where we're going. We get a gazebo uh, out of our... out of our. Uh, I, I bet it's a player advisory panel. That would be great. I've been pushing for that forever. Uh, Blue Mandalorian. Hey, this is feasible. Blue Mandalorian says, uh, what about second builder? Wasn't that a part of the roadmap? Two buildings at once. Blue, maybe. Vankman says new systems. Traplord says doomsday machine armadas. Um, Snipe says the return of burning. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I wonder away if team. That's, that's probably so not it. Makers. Away missions, somebody else is saying. Uh, a new territory capture resource or service. Sack Attack has a good idea. He says, how about a training room? That's cool. Um, Jetski says skins. Boy, you guys are like all over the place with this. Like nobody has the same idea. Korat says he wants oh. a, a nuke for the entire system. How <laughs> how funny would that be, Gregor? If you just flew into a system and just pressed a button like to scuttle your ship and it killed everybody in the system. That would be fun. That, you know what? The scuttle your ship button would be super interesting. I would very much You like know what that. else would be interesting is if when your ship blew up, you couldn't repair it and you had to rebuild it and upgrade it again. Stop <laughs> Go away. Go away with these terrible ideas. Go, go, go. Go away with these awful ideas. More people talking. More people talking. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to read that. That's funny. Um, <laughs> how about material rating? How could that be? Could that be fun? Uh, Lady Cass. Lady Cass wants to purchase a prime that allows her to hit purple players. <laughs> I actually, funny enough, funny enough, this past week, it's ironic that you say that, Cass. This past week, um, in just a passing conversation uh, with Live Ops, I did, in fact, suggest that they turn off the inability to hit purple ships. Here's the thing, and, and, and I, I mean, just in, in playful banter, by the way, but, I mean, here's the thing. Friendly fire is a real thing, right? Friendly fire is a real possibility in the game. I personally think that you should be able to hit purples. <laughs> it's, just, it's just me. <laughs> friendly fire I is possible. Should, uh, you could sell it I called Prime should. Friendly Fire. Uh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> uh, I, well, okay. So I'm now being told that you don't friendly fire on purpose, and I've now been called a psycho. Uh, yeah, Wicked Witch says, really? That's a terrible idea. <laughs> Um, okay, maybe not. All right. Ray Ray says, hey, how about that photon token? Yes, that has currently been discussed as well. Don't have a launch date on that, but, uh, you know, that's, that is, they, they seem to be liking that. Okay. They, I mean, they've had nothing but positive things to say. So I hope that that comes very, very soon. 
Um, Infinite Key says, Prime, no more banners. <laughs> Prime, no more banners. I like that one too. Um, Housekeeping says, How about Armada Quick Starts? Skip the timer. These are all good ideas, folks. All good ideas. And we have no idea what it is because the hint was so vague. But you know what? That's good. That's good. It gives us all a chance to think about it because, Gregor, on our very next show, we turn up the heat on our hints. All right? On the very next show, we will officially between, be between the arcs Wednesday, February 3rd. Oh, by the way, Panic will not be here on Wednesday, February 3rd. He had something come up, so we've rescheduled him, okay? When, uh, Wednesday, February 17th. Wednesday, February 17th, Panic will be on the show. We had to reschedule him, okay? So uh, not maybe, the third. Maybe he had community manager training. That would be awesome. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's going to a, to a company retreat. Maybe he's getting his little piggies massaged and, and pedicured. All right? Uh, that's possible. Yeah, we've rescheduled him for Wednesday, February 17th. Uh, Panic will be here. Community manager Panic will be on the show Wednesday, February 17th. Uh, but as of Wednesday, February 3rd, of course, as indicated, we will officially be out of Arc 1. So even though our hint today might be a little bit weak, I don't, actually, I don't even think it's weak. I think it's very speculative uh, and very broad. So we got, uh, we got a good opportunity to kind of think and discuss this week. Uh, but coming up Wednesday, we'll turn up the heat a little bit. All right, our hints will get a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more indicative, a little bit more revealing, because we will be uh, out of the arc and ready to start giving you new information about arc two. All right, right now, just kind of getting, uh, getting you, getting you talking about some things. Blokemon says, "What is wrong with you people? Why are we all suggesting basic features that shouldn't <laughs> that should be primes?" <laughs> That's true. Just turn off the banners and let me hit purples. I actually would pay to be able to hit purple. I think, I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think it's just people saying we're willing to pay to have these things fixed or changed. <laughs> That's true. Nobody wants the banners. Nobody wants Nobody the wants the banners. Take the banners out. Please, please remove the banners. If you told me right now that was the I hint. Like I tell you what, I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal, Scopely Overlord. If you can tell me definitively right now, and I think the community would be happy with this, if you could tell me definitively right now that banners will either be A, removed, or B, able to be turned off for the upcoming arc, then I, as a representative of the community, will agree that no more hints need to be provided between the two arcs. The community, is that a deal? If they tell us right now, fact, that they're going to turn off the banners, then then we'll be satisfied until the beginning of, of arc two. I, I think sure. that's fair. I think that's fair. Deal. Okay. Yeah, everybody's saying yes. Let's everybody's saying yes. Okay. All right. It's, uh, it's on you now, Overlord. Can you tell us the banners will be turned off? Do it. Do it. Turn, Typing. Turn the Typing. banners off. Turn Typing. the banners off. <laughs> Can the banners post Bud Light and Coca-Cola? We're all going to get a banner in the game that says these are staying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's not going away. It won't be swipeable. It'll just be a banner that just stays. <laughs> it'll just stay right there, and it'll say fixing. This, yeah, then, it'll, it'll, it'll say this is DJ's fault. All right, everybody's gonna have it on their client. All right, <laughs> the banner. No, it's got to be one. As soon as you try to click on it, it will move to another spot. <laughs> yeah, it just jumps all around the screen. Oh God. Um. Okay. How much do I want this? I want, th listen, I'll buy you tacos right now. I'll log into my app. I will door dash you tacos right now, this minute. That's how much I want this. They should survey that. 
they should survey that in the game. <laughs> just one survey question. One question. Would you like to be able to disable the pop-up banners in the game? <laughs> I would be shocked if it's not a nine-to-one ratio. On yes, please. Oh my gosh, you guys are funny. Uh, here are some ideas for you, Overlord. Uh, new banner brought to you by Ultimate DJs. Uh, here's another one. D- DJ says you don't like this. <laughs> Put up the banner. Uh, said this is DJ's fault. No, don't do that. Don't do it. If, or at least make victory into victory. <laughs> That's if, if right. They make it, if if they if they make us uh, if they allow us to change the notifications, I'll send more cupcakes to islands once the office are open again. Oh well. Anyway, I am uh, I'm I'm waiting to see. Um, yeah, <laughs> JB says they could introduce a new banner. It says you were OPCL or idle. Um, banners being removed very soon. There's a lot of fun that Scopely could have with these banners. Okay, um, there's a lot of fun that they could probably have with these banners. You know what I have found, and we'll, we'll get ready to take a break. Uh, I know, goodness gracious, why y'all pushing me for time? I, uh, I, I think that they could have a lot of fun with these banners. One thing that I have found in dealing with the people that I deal with individually and personally, funny guys, all right? Good, active people. They listen. Everything is really good. But Gregor, often, very often, almost every single time, in fact, that there has been an official announcement pushed, all right, I have begged and begged and begged for them to incorporate a touch of humor. All right, like like just something to make somebody crack a smile. And buddy, I don't know if it's their lawyers, I don't know if it's the executives, I don't know if it's if it's their bosses, buddy, it never happens. All right, like like one this time is a professional made up game. It's a professional <laughs> video game of entertainment full of of humans and nerds, because uh, humans and nerds are different things. Uh, and and I think that it would be I think that it would be fun. To, to incorporate a little bit more humor into the game once in a while, okay? So I, I told him, for example, during the last time we had a, an official announcement, I said, you know, you should write everything that you're going to write and put at the bottom, all right? And, and also, as a reminder, please eat, you know, eight servings a day of your fruits and vegetables. I thought that would, that would be kind of cute, you know, just silly, just silliness. They were like, oh, no, we can't, we can't do that. No. All right, as a matter of fact, I put it in the announcement when I drafted it and I sent it in, and... Um, and then it was just removed. <laughs> everyone, you're right. Tequila says not uh, not everyone likes my humor. I think I have a very good sense of humor. It's a very good dad sense of humor. I think. Uh, anyway, okay, fine. We're gonna take a break. All right. Uh, um, ooh, Mac, I like this. How about how about this for a banner idea? Do Star Trek trivia, for example. Here's one for you, and then we're gonna take our final break. No toilet has ever appeared in a bathroom in any episode, movie. Of any kind in Star Trek. Did you guys know that? And I and actually, I've heard that fact before, Mac. I know that that's true. That's why I'm okay to say it. I've actually heard that fact before. No toilet has ever appeared in any bathroom, in any TV show, uh, anywhere in Star Trek. All right? They don't need to use the bathroom. I mean, obviously, they have to use the bathroom. Okay? <laughs> they've, evolved, they've evolved past that. <laughs> they, they beam out the poop. Blue Mandalorian says they beam out their poop. They transport their poop into space. What do they transport it out of their gut? I mean, how do you how do you do that? How does that even happen? 
transport it right out of the colony. No, it all gets recycled for food. But know, I mean, it has to come out. Where does it come? It's got to come out somewhere. Where are they putting it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be because <laughs> they transport so often. They can filter it out into transporter patterns. Thank like you. They can do with DPs, etc. Thank you. Thank you, Medieval Knight. He the says, real answer is that you know, there's a few times that we've seen bathrooms and we've seen sinks. Right underneath the sink is actually the toilet. It just comes out the way that the sink does. Oh, stop making sense. I don't like it. <laughs> Medieval Knight says, wow, this has turned into a really crappy conversation. Uh, okay, we're gonna t- <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. We'll return right after the break for community Q and A blast and a game. It all comes up right after this. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Feed the Children. Call today to feed a child for as little as sixteen cents a day, or purchase one outright for two hundred dollars down and low monthly payments of just twenty nine ninety five. Introducing the Amazon COVID vaccine, the first shot that comes with free shipping. Other vaccines take a month to kick in, but Amazon can make you immune in two weeks or one if you're a Prime member. Nice! We'll save you money and save your life because unlike those expensive American companies who manufacture vaccines in China, we get ours from cheap Chinese companies who manufacture their products in China. I love China. The Amazon COVID vaccine, the low-cost Corona cure that's worth the shot. Party people! Yeah! Tag team music in full effect. That's me, DC, the brain supreme. And my man Steve Rowland, we're kicking the flow. We're kicking the flow. And it goes a little something like this. Talking Trek rave. Start blinking your lights. Turn on the black lights. Wear the strobes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Talking Trek is back. Back and live. I'm going to start singing again. My energy is ramping up. Gregor, I'm getting excited. This is taking me. Oh. It's taking me to the club. I think you better get a hold of your old lady, then. Take it to the club. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Come on. We're kicking the flow. And it goes a little something like this. Tag team back again. Check it to wreck it. Let's begin. All right. Party, party people, let me hear some noise. DC's in the house. Jump, jump, rejoice. There's a party over here. A party over there. Wave your hands in the air. Shake the devil, yeah. These three words mean you're getting built and gold. There it is. Here we go now. I'm literally, I'm dancing right now. I ain't gonna lie. My rolly chair, my, my brand new chair that I got for Christmas, Gregor, it's got wheels on the bottom and I'm scooting them back and forth. I'm dancing well, in my chair. Yeah. You are excited. Uh-huh, come on. Is that safe at your age? Shut up. 
<laughs> well, you just had a birthday, right? I did just have a birthday. And I'm, I'm, listen, so earlier, uh, I was out here and I was prepping. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. All right, fine. Snake Eyes says shut it off. All right, he's the boss. He signs my checks. Anyway, uh, listen, I'll tell you this real quick. So I was out here prepping for the show before, before it began. And um, my wife and Oliver were visiting her parents. So they weren't home when I got home. So I said, hey, you know, come out here so I can say goodnight to them when you guys get home. I got to go get, get ready. So they came out. And Oliver, you know, is giving me his lovies. And he says, Daddy, this is, this is a true story, by the way. Daddy, you have a white hair on your face. You're right. I was also I was also not amused. I was also not amused. Okay, Daddy, you have a white hair on your face. So I'm like, oh no, you know, you're being silly. It's not there. And then my wife looks at me. I was like, no, for real. There's like three of them right there. (laughs) It's like, thanks, appreciate that. Uh, So yeah, I got white hairs on my face, Daddy. Um, yeah. So there you go. I I'm old. Apparently, (laughs) apparently I'm old. I don't think I'm old. Actually, I mean, I, I probably do think I'm old. I don't think I'm old. Nah. Not not that old. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are uh, running on. We're running good on time. Believe it or not, Snake Eyes, we're actually running really really good on time. Okay, we're right at two hours. We typically shoot for for less than two and a half. We're doing good. All right, because we got a five minute community Q and A to do right now, which we're gonna do, and then uh, we'll get into a game, which will also be relatively short as long as we don't lose electricity this time. Okay, so uh, yeah, we got two very, very short segments. Uh, And again, uh, very quickly, uh, as I believe it is starting to get late in your particular time zone, would like to say thank you very much to the Scopely Overlord that has uh, been hanging out with us here tonight. Uh, Anything else that you want me to tell him? Because, I mean, truthfully, I'll I'll tell him anything you want, like anything, anything you want. Isn't he listening? So, yeah, yeah, he's listening. He's chatting me. I would say add a button to go straight to your research tree instead of navigating your <laughs> way around your base. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be cool. I mean, if you don't have a research going, then you got to go all the way around. Because, yeah, if you don't have a research going, then you can just click the button. But, yeah. Um, Lord Neelix says we'd love an Alliance Trade Center. Yeah, we're, we're getting that. Um, Snake Eye says we're if supposed to be shooting. If he's 35, tell him, tell him to start working on triple lock. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this for five minutes. Can we do community Q and a blast with you, sir? Can the community ask you questions? All right. Uh, can the community ask you questions for five minutes and you, and you answer in text? This could be fun. No. (laughs) He says no. All right. Obviously. I mean, truthfully, we probably need to prepare that a little bit in advance in all fairness. Okay. I mean, that was truthfully on the spot. Um, tell, tell him 36 is a paywall. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, well, he can hear you. All right, I don't need to, I don't need to tell him. Actually, <laughs> I was getting ready to tell him. And I'm like, wait a second. No, you can hear. Uh, by the way, I do have this comment from him. All right. And, and I think this is a good summation and we'll, we'll get ready to kind of wrap up our show. We're going to do the community Q and a blast uh, coming up here in a second. And here's what he writes. Uh, honestly, thank you everyone. Uh, for being a member of the community this year is going to be very, very exciting. Uh, and, and I have no reason to doubt that from this individual. This individual has always been uh, super candid with me, um, has, has always acknowledged when we have felt pain points, um, has acknowledged when we have found things that are, 
that, uh, that are you know bothersome or annoying, let me tell you, uh, going back even a month or two, I could probably go back and find a conversation where he himself said, golly, the, these banners drive me nuts. Okay, But you've got to remember, it's not one person's decision. You know, it's not one person's decision. It's certainly not, you know, uh, what I would refer to as the front line, which is ops, okay? Because a lot of this stuff probably comes from higher up, you know? So, uh, you know, they can send their feedback. They can say, hey, listen, we can turn this off. It can, it literally, we can turn this off in, in two minutes, right? But if somebody somewhere else says, no, we don't want them turned off, then they don't get turned off. All right, so you guys got to keep that in mind as the people that, that are interacting with us and that we're talking to here. Um, you know, they, they have a lot of ideas too. And, and some of their ideas don't ever get deployed just because somebody else might say no. Um, but nonetheless, uh, thanking everybody, uh, for being here. Thank you for listening to talking trick. I'm sure that's what he meant to say. Thank you for being a member of the community. I, but I would, I would, uh, Gregor, I'd probably elaborate on his statement for, uh, thanking everyone to being an, an active member of the community, plugging in here on Discord, plugging into the official Discord, engaging with your content creators. Um, and, of course, you can count on the fact that the content creators and the moderators and, and live ops and everybody who's interacting, the developers interacting with the Discord, um, it is going to be there's going to be some exciting stuff. And uh, we're excited to be able to share it with you. So keep in mind, sharing with your team, sharing with your Discord, sharing with your alliances and your server. The best way to get information quickly, accurately, and first is with your content creators. Make sure that they subscribe and, uh, and tune in for our shows. Okay? All right. Uh, community Q&A Blast. All right. I uh, have received many, many comments on this. Um, almost all positive, but, but one negative comment, uh, big country. I got one negative. Oh, you haven't even heard this yet. Gregor, you've heard the community Q and a blast. I had one negative comment on it and it was that, uh, the ticking clock sound was too loud. So I'm, <laughs> they're like, I can't concentrate on the answers. Cause all I hear is tick, 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 tick. So we'll turn it down. All right, we'll turn it down. Community Q&A blast. I'm going to give you 30 seconds, everybody. 30 seconds. Go ahead and write your questions. It is time. Community Q&A blast. Five minutes, all right? You guys get an opportunity to ask the questions that you want to ask. Keep in mind, all right, if, it, if it's private information, I'm not going to be able to share it, all right? But we can try. If you got a question, strategy question, you got an opinion question, or you got something about what's going on in the game, do it. All right. But I'm not going to be able to tell you anything about not yet before seen con content. All right. I don't know why I clicked that particular button. That's our that's our game button, isn't it? That's what we play when we play a game here. Let's find let's find something else. Uh here we go. Here we'll use this music for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that one either. All right. Um here we go. Okay, Stony Dude said it's an awesome segment. All right, you guys got your questions in. Here we go. Community Blast Q&A, five minutes, and here we are off. Uh, not My Game Name says, when can they make PvP Armada style, many versus many? This has been discussed a gazillion times. I, I even actually, ironically, brought this up this week. It's been discussed and dismissed as many times as, as, it, as you've thought of, okay? Just... The way that the game is written, it's not there yet, but they do talk about it. Housekeeping says Arc 2 this week. Can't tell you. Um, Vita says, any changes to Armada slot limits? Not that I'm aware of, but that's actually a very good idea, to be honest. 
Uh, Andar says, events between arcs, can you tell us anything about it? I don't know what's confirmed, but traditionally, we do see Cal. We are due for an Apex. We haven't gotten an Apex yet in January. Technically, I mean, you know, well, I guess technically we did at the beginning between the arcs, but anyway, for February, whatever, we're due for an Apex, and hopefully we would be due for a Cal. Uh, did I hear correctly? You confirmed last time new officers definitely coming in transporter patterns. Yes, that is confirmed, but I don't have a time frame. All right. Truck and Chick says, what's your favorite Star Trek episode? Oh, my God. One of my favorites of all time is the DS9 episode where Cisco is actually a writer and that everything is kind of happening. is like all Matrixy. I really, really like the cerebral qualities of that episode. Venkman says, how about a prime to allow an additional officer on the bridge? Eventually get to five bridge officers like most Star Trek shows. Okay. Not a question for me, but I like the idea. Uh, Wake 2020 says, McCoy, rare or epic? I don't know if I'm allowed to answer that question. Yet. Yet. Very, very soon. Coming up. All right. I don't think I can answer that just yet, but give me a couple days. Um, Vinius says, when are they, what are they doing for Kingmaker? in territory. Any 1v1 or mandatory registration fees, ISO, etc. mechanics for takeover to reduce lag and playability. I know that they're looking at lag, man, but I just, I don't know what they're doing. And to be honest with you, I haven't seen a ton of improvement myself. I, I honestly, I can't tell you what's going on with that particular, with that particular thing. Mo D says, is prime piercing worth it at Ops 35? Here's the thing, man. <clears throat> prime piercing is probably good. All right, but it is really watered down. It's less effective today than it used to be a year ago, but it helps with your mitigation and anything. Or well, it helps your it helps your penetration, lowering your opponent's mitigation, which will help in PvP. Listen, any edge you can give yourself is good. Is it worth it? Gosh, I don't know. Isn't that a hundred dollar prime? I'm not entirely sure. I would grind it, Mo. That's what I would say. I would grind it. Ray Ray says, "Why do Fords suck?" <laughs> they don't. How many Borg could Worf chuck if Worf could chuck Borg? I'm pretty sure Worf killed a lot of Borg, Zach. Okay, just saying. Venkman says, where do you get your spoof commercials and songs? Um, I write all of it. I'm just kidding. I totally buy that. Uh, Chuck's Grunt says, crew presets and officers assigned a station. No new updates. All right, but I know that, that uh, at least the crew presets, that's been talked about. I don't know. Um, Indy Dandy says, what is the meaning of life? Uh, duh. It's to get an enterprise. Uh, Scalyback says, Carbon Creek. Or, oh, you're answering somebody else's question. Um, let's see. Devil's Advocate. What am I getting my wife for Valentine's Day? That's a really damn good question. I haven't given that a lot of thought yet. I'll, I'll, I'll come up with that. Uh, what is causing negative synergy in exchange vaults? I have no idea what you're talking about. Negative synergy? To my knowledge, that's not a thing. All right. You know what, Negus? We'll talk about that more coming up in a second. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, El Cheapo says, Apex, we had one in January, skipped December. Well, technically, I mean, I always consider the time after the arc, I always consider that time as a part of that arc. I know I shouldn't. It's between the arcs. But so, yes, we had technically one in the calendar month of January, but it was to conclude the December arc. And I would expect one now. Uh, Blue Mandalorian says, for Arc 2, will availability for Arc 1 shards be in recruit tokens like Discovery Arcs, or will they implement something new? 
I actually can't answer that yet, Blue, but it is interesting, okay? So there will be officer ways to obtain these officers, but I, I can't go into that yet. <clears throat> uh, Vinius says... I already answered that question. Uh, Bubba says, will the next panic appearance be the state of the game? Uh, yes, February 17th. He'll be on the show for the February state of the game. We decided basically to skip January because of all the craziness that happened, and he had some time off. He had some vacation time and stuff that he took. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? I don't know. Which one, the European or the other one? Um, <clears throat> are you going to color the gray hairs in your beard? Hell no. Because, first of all, there would have to be gray hairs in my beard, and I don't acknowledge it. Uh, when are they going to reset the broken mining in Armada nodes? Good question, Blue. About the Armada nodes, I'm not sure. I'm not quite 100% familiar with the mining nodes, but the Armada nodes, I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Vulcan Death Grip says, is Chekhov coming? I cannot confirm nor deny. Korat, good night, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Ray Ray says, are they going to give us a different dock for tearing up? I got no information on that. That'd be a good idea. I'd like that, but I don't know. Uh, BH Snipe says, more pattern officers or riot. Oh, that's not even a question. <laughs> are we done? You guys must be done. Now everybody's just talking about everything else. Hey, Chala, when is the next ops race to ops event? I don't know. I don't know. We haven't seen one in a while. We could be due for something like that soon, but I have no idea. That's not uh, anything I've seen on a calendar anytime uh, coming up. Um, let's see. Uh, you guys are just chatting now. I guess you guys are done. How does Snake Eyes keep DJ on schedule? It's extremely difficult. Extremely difficult, and I'm sure he does not enjoy his job. Uh, Jersey James says, who's watching 60 Minutes right now? Uh, not me. Yeah, not me. And we'll wrap up with this. Big Country says, <laughs> he said, penetration. That's what she said. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and there's your five-minute Q&A blast. Quackfu says, uh, here, I'll give you this one. This is actually game-related. Maxed Horizons or Faction Miners? Okay, me personally, Quackfu, um, I did not end up maxing my horizons because I was able to get my faction miners a little bit earlier than, than most because I had progressed through that part of my ops and I had a ton of faction credits. So, uh, I know that people, I actually saw this on the official discord the other day. People said, well, that a maxed horizon was better than a faction miner. I, I don't, that made me chuckle because that's not true at all. Now, obviously it's better than a faction miner at tier one or tier two. Okay, but no, it's not better than a faction miner. I, I mean, I, I think maybe they were talking about mining deal. Maybe, maybe I don't know, but I, you know, here's the thing: by tier, I'd say four, maybe five. All right, then your faction it's, miner gets better. All right, it might be five. Of, it, it, it kind of depends on uh, your type of server. If you got a, t a server with lots of uh, killing uh, zeros and OPC, a horizon is cheaper to repair. But if you go raiding and you go for unprotected capacity anyways, you take your faction miner because <sighs> it has way more cargo. I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I still am a big fa big fan of faction miners. I, I, I use Horizon. I, I still have them, okay? And I use them for literally one thing. I use them if I'm warp raiding, okay? And what I mean by that is I've only got three faction miners, okay? And I'll load all my docks with miners. So if, if I am using... Uh, all three faction miners, and I still have two other ship docks, then I'll load those with my best horizons if I'm warp raiding. 
Um, but no. Now, I will say this. A Gribster says it's better than a Faction Miner at Tier 4. It looks like Commander Taylor and Epic Neo and Stevens Aaron all are agreeing with you. So, the, so it looks like the break-even point is Tier 5. <clears throat> uh, is Tier 5. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, my Tier 8 Faction Miner is, I mean, is bonkers good. All right. Now, granted, it was expensive. It took me a long time. All right. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, don't not do Faction Miners. That's crazy. You, you definitely need it, especially for rating. All right. I mean, the ma- what is a maxed horizon? 750 or 850,000 cargo? Yeah, it's 680,000, something like that. I mean, you, you got to eventually work on your Faction Miners. Okay. Listen, even Gregor in Big Country. All right. Even foe. All right. Even even the 40 plus crowd in here. Wicked Witch. All right. I go through dark space looking for scouts or looking for overcargo. Guess what? Every single one of these players are still using their faction miners. Every single one. All right. So, yeah, that that's it. I will never recommend not working on a faction miner just because, you know, a horizon may be cheaper. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, my faction miner costs like eighty or ninety thousand tritanium to repair. Now, horizon may be twenty or thirty thousand, but I mean, it's a difference of sixty thousand trite. And and while I agree that that might be a larger sum to say like an ops twenty or an ops twenty five, but they don't have a faction miner anyway. By the time you get to the faction miners, which is what ops thirty, okay, sixty thousand trite really shouldn't mean a heck of a lot to you. All right, I mean. Yeah. Commander Taylor says faction miners are expensive and take a long time to upgrade. Why wouldn't you start early anyway? And I agree. I agree. You definitely want to get started on those because they take, they do take time. They are crystal hogs. All right. Big time. All right. And yes, faction miners are better raiders. Thank you guys for the comments. Uh, anything else? Very quickly, anything else? Because we gotta, we do have to move on. Snake Eyes is rolling his eyes at me. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, Oh, the negative synergy thing. Okay, Negus, real quick, all right? Three minutes. Explain what you're talking about. I have never heard of a negative synergy thing when doing exchange armadas. And by the way, I mean, I do a ton of those. I probably do 15 to 20 exchange armadas a day, all right? And uh, and I don't, I don't see many problems with this. All right, he says, we've uh, been seeing exchange vault battles with our bigs carrying our smalls. For example, a big can regularly solo a 35 rare, some bigs bring in a smaller player, and the two players fail the same armada. I haven't experienced that. I mean, uh, Vegas says I've seen that too. Okay, well, we need to, we need to look at it. I, I don't, um, I haven't experienced that before, but that is, I mean, an interesting, an interesting thing I to have, observe. I have an answer for you. Okay, please. Uh, a lot of times, the bigger players that I've noticed who are soloing or running con. Uh, sometimes DC is usually con, and when they bring in other players, they're not changing out to uh, to a Gala crew, for example. So they're taking less hits, which means it's taking them longer to reach their critical 100% criticals, and so they're doing less damage over time. Okay. Well, and you know what? It's hey, just to- an activa- activation rate. Well, to further to further your comment, okay, Grudging Sue is agreeing, uh, as is Lieutenant Razik, okay? Because the big is getting hit less, Negus, than his con, even if he is running con, is proccing less, okay? Because con will only increase your critical if you take a shot. 
All right, so if if his con is getting hit less, then it's taking longer to build up the proc and therefore longer to build up the damage. And, uh, and, and by that point, it may be too long, okay? Because there is a perfect balance there, all right? Um, but he's not going to take more damage than if he was solo in it, if he's using the same crew. Well, he could if he kills it faster. Okay, he could. He could. I'm not saying that this is the correct answer, by the way. Okay, I'm not saying that this is the correct answer. However, Neo's got it right. But, but, what, but what I'm saying is after the same number of shots taken, he would still be at the same percentage, so he wouldn't take more damage to get to that same level of the 100% criticals. It would just take him longer to get there, but he's not going to take more damage to get there. It's going to take him longer because he's going to have less criticals at the beginning. And criticals are basically, you know, double or 2.5 the damage. Well, I see, sure I see the, the models aren't I do see the right. amount of players rounds on the back end. So I agree. It's going to just the damage at front's no different. Uh, the proc rate is going to take longer, which means more rounds in the back end. And that's where he's taking more damage. I, but I, the big isn't going to take more damage. Yeah, no, I, I actually logically agree with what you're saying. Even if, even if he only takes a shot every other round, uh, it takes twice as long for his con to max out, but he wouldn't be taking those shots in those early rounds. So logically, I, mathematically, I agree with you. Um, mm, that is a good question. I'm trying Needs to think. testing. Yeah, it does need some testing because I, I haven't actually seen that before. So I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what could be causing it. It's interesting. That's interesting. I I will look into it. All right. Uh, Zakara does have one point, but again, probably very easily proven. Uh, who starts the armada? Okay. If it's the smaller player who starts the armada, you got to remember you're throwing significantly less damage. Your ACC is spread to the team. All right. So if, if the ACC, you know, if you've got a 33 level player with a 40 level player, all right, that seven levels of difference makes a huge difference in damage thrown. All right, um, but you know it, it, that could easily be disproven if the big starts the armada and brings a small, then you know that that could be easily disproven. But I don't know what the situation is. All right, I don't know what the situation is. Uh, the Mary Zeus says, "What is the ACC? That is the Armada Control Center. It is a building inside your base. Uh, it is located uh, right directly east of your Red ops building." Yeah, yeah, uh, it's right. It's kind of like in that little triangle right there between your academy and your ops building. That is called the ACC or the Armada Control Center. If you look at the bonuses, all right, the bonuses are not just your Armada size, but also your Armada damage bonus, which right now the maximum in the game is level 39 ACC at 78%. But, for example, all right, let's take an ops, uh, let's say ops 33, the damage bonus is 66%. I'm here to tell you that 12% ain't causing you to die, you know, twice as fast. There's something else to it. That's actually a, it's a good point. Looks like it needs to be researched and, 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 and dug into a little bit. All right. I, I, I've not personally, I've not run into that. Okay. But I, you know, that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. So uh, we'll have to dive into it. I can give you an example of this. I, I can solo a 35 blue with my 41. No problem. But as soon as I use a lower account, like a 30 or 33, it's impossible to solo with two people. 
So, or not solo, but dual it. So that's probably what they're doing exactly, is using the lower count to spawn their armada, and their ACC is just too low. You really think 12% is making that much of a difference? I mean, it totally could be. Huge. Total, okay, all right. I mean, with the 41 blue, I take very little damage. But you throw that 33 or 30 uh, spawning that blue, I can't kill it even with my uh, 41 in there. A lot of people saying that that 12% seems to be really, really huge. However, Truck and Chick is saying, no, the bigger one is the one who starts the Armada. I don't know. I mean, Mary Zeus uh, is asking, does the ACC bonus apply to all ships? Yes, the ACC bonus of the leader. Okay? So the ACC bonus of the leader is, is, the, is the damage bonus that everybody gets. So if a level 25 starts an Armada, okay, then even the level 50 that's in your armada has your bonus, all right? So it can be significant, especially if you're looking at bigger or smaller ships. El Cheapo says it's big. Holy Ghost says it's real big. Blokemon is suspicious, though, and says the ACC doesn't seem to be enough to explain it. Um, but uh, here, let's take a look at what um, Farty just posted. Let me take a quick look at this. Okay. Hey, Farty, come in voice and explain this real quick. I'm, what am I? What am I looking at? These okay, are. This, this is just. These are the the, the bonuses by uh, the ACC level. Yeah. So on the far right. So you can see the difference. You know, I, I would I would hazard a guess that it would also really significantly matter for the higher level player. Think about this. Uh, if uh, like kind of like what Wham just said, if a level thirty three starts it, okay. Then everybody in the bonus, everybody in the armada is getting the the level thirty three bonus, which is sixty six percent. But if that bigger player, if that if that level thirty nine who has seventy eight percent by himself, that could be a pretty significant gap for that one ship. But then you got to remember too, it's for all ships. So even if I'm right. used to throwing seventy eight percent every single time I go, if a level thirty three starts one and runs it, then even my ship is going to do much less damage. Uh, Killer says, I've tested 36 to 39. It makes an absolutely huge difference. Uh, there you go. There you go. Sax says, too much math, not enough game. Um, it, it is an interesting thing. I would like to – I know. I'm sorry, Vita. Thank you for being here. Uh, Epic says, I suspect that it is the ACC levels. Um, it could be. Truck and Chick says, or is it the M number? Well, that's a huge – yeah. I mean, that's a huge differentiator. But, but that's not going to impact the big. You know, you see what I'm saying? That's not going to lower the big's effectiveness. Although, wham, I bet it does. The M number. The, well, no, hang on. The research itself is going to have less potency if your ACC bonus is lower, right? I don't think those are together, but I could be wrong. I think the ACC is just a separate stat bonus. But uh, yeah. your LCARS rep should know. Yeah, I don't know. Farty, you got any any insight in that? Uh, the ACC bonus, that's probably built into research, if I had to guess, right? Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have, to have a look at it. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a really good question. Thank you, Nagus. All right, appreciate it. Uh, Nagus says, if anything, the small should have been buffed by the big that started it, and the small is buffed, okay? Uh, the small is buffed more than if he started it, but again... It depends on his research. It does depend on, on the research as to the effectiveness of that. And and to be honest with you, Wham, 
I am kind of thinking if the ACC bonus is less, I mean, listen, we have seen other multiplicative type researches in this game. Take a look at Latinum that we just ran into two weeks ago. It could very well be well, that the ACC is affecting your 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 research on the Stella in a significant okay, way. Okay, so I'll give you another example. Q spawns a 39, right? Or I spawn a, a, a four, as a 41, I spawn a 39 Armada, regular Armada. He takes about a third damage on his max ship, which is 26 million or something like that. Now, if my 30 account starts that Armada, Pew almost dies on a regular Armada. So the ACC is that huge, right? And it's you're talking, you know, 26 million ships. I was going to say, yeah, by the way, big. yeah, Pew is a, is a level 48 running a monster ship. So that is a valid scenario, the ACC. That leads me to believe that the ACC may be impacting um, damage in possibly, don't quote me on this, but possibly a multiplicative fashion. That is very, very possible, folks. Uh, so we'll have to we'll have to dive into that a little bit more. Negus, thank you for bringing up something that we need to dive into. Kind of cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do have to move on. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time to play a game. Vita's bot, let's find ourselves a winner quickly so that we can get through our game. Mac Ross, Mac Ross, congratulations to you, buddy. Mac Ross. It's been a while since you've been here to play the game. He says, daggone. Welcome to the show, Mac. Do you want to play or or listen? I know that you're like, you know, a huge, like, VIP level 50 guy. Do you want to play or do you want to pass on your turn? <laughs> I'm just teasing. I know what the answer is. Yeah, of course. All right, he's going to play. Yeah, no, it's, uh, as a matter of fact, I've been told by Mac before. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since Mac played, but uh, if I remember the quote from last time, he was like, dude, I'm, I'm too greedy for that. Like, I am definitely not that selfless. I'm going to play. All right, Mac Ross, welcome to the show. Can you play in voice? I want to play this game, but I, I need people in voice. I need the player in voice. Can you play in voice? Can you play in voice? Yes! He's going to play in voice. This is a fun one. Snake Eyes, I'm pretty excited about this one. Yes, he's going to play in voice. I'm super excited. Mac Ross, welcome to the show. What's up, my friend? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Yeah. All right, we got a new game I want to play with you tonight. You've never heard it before, okay? And this is why it's super important to play in voice. This is a brand spanking new game. And uh, and I'm going to play with you here tonight. This game is called Blurt. Okay, it's called Blurt. And what it is, we, we actually started, we almost got to play it last week. Here, let's let's make this quiet. We almost got to play this last time, Mac, but then we lost electricity. Okay, the game is called Blurt. It's a timed game. I'm going to read 10 super-duper easy questions. Questions so easy that you might actually forget the answer. It might be on the tip of your tongue and you don't know the answer, but here's the thing. You got a total of 10. You got to get six right in 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So you got to be real quick. You can pass if you want, and then we'll come back to it if you still have time. But you only got 30 seconds, and you got to get six right. All right? It's a it's a winner-take-all game. All right? So you got to get six, and you win your full prize. For example, you're right, Jersey James. You heard the example we did last time. The example would be, for example, uh, for example, how many times can I say example? The nut of an oak tree. I'd say that, and you would say? Acorn. Acorn, right? Simple question. 
but I've got 10 of them. Rapid fire, 30 seconds. Are you ready to try my new game called Blurt? All right, let's try this. All right, let's try it. You are, you are my guinea pig number two. Actually, technically, you're guinea pig number one. We've never played this game on the air because we were going to last time in the power and all that stuff. So you're my guinea pig. I might hook you up with something just for being my, my test dummy. All right. Mac, 30 seconds are on the clock. They will begin as soon as I finish reading the first clue. Are you ready? Ready. A place where coins are made. Mint. A young dog. Puppy. To develop a red tinge on the face from embarrassment. Blush. A large painting or other work of art on a wall or ceiling. Pass. A shelf above a fireplace. Pass. The part of a plane or spacecraft where the pilot sits. Cockpit. An archer's case for holding quivers. Uh, a quiver. That's it! Okay, he got it! That was six! Woo! That was close! He got it. It was quiver, and he got it. That was our sixth one, right? There was uh, that was that. That's that was because you gave him the answer. I didn't give him the answer. <laughs> I didn't. He said quiver. He said a quiver. Well, I guess you said an archer's place to hold a quiver, not an to archer's place arrows. To hold an Oh, did I really? See, I was reading <laughs> yeah. the answer. It was holding arrows. All right, sorry, <laughs> damn it. All right, my bad. Because I thought he meant to say arrows. I did I mean to say arrows. I said for yeah, holding the yeah, quiver. You were okay. To say arrow. Right, it was definitely <laughs> meant for. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, well, fine. that's all right. You that's got it right. Fine. So quiver, you got quiver, you got cockpit. The game goes so fast, even you misread it. Yeah, I know. You got quiver, you got cockpit, you got mantle, you got blush, you got puppy, and you got mint. That was six. Nice job. And by the way, you were right up against it, man. That was like right at 30 seconds. That's cool, right? That's a cool game. By the way, just in case you were missing it, uh, a large painting or other work of art on a wall or ceiling, a ceiling that was a mural. A mural. So, uh, nice job. You got six. You got them in 30 seconds. You passed on the ones you didn't know. And we're going to hook you up with your prize, man. Uh, but here's how, here's how we're going to do the prize. We're going to do the prize the same kind of way that we've actually been having fun with. We're going to give you a little bit of extra choice. All right? In which I'm going to allow you to choose three numbers. I'll reveal your prizes. And then you get to pick the best of the three. All right? So, you're guaranteeing yourself a pretty daggone good prize. Uh, number between 1 and 20, my friend. Pick three chests, and I'll give you the contents. All right, we'll go with uh, 7, 14, and 15. 7, 14, and 15. Here we go. Contents. I know, we're on time. Contents of chest number 7. It's actually pretty daggone good. 500. G3 or G4 uncommon materials or parts. Okay, 500 G3, G4 uncommon materials or parts. Chest number 14 contains 1,000 epic uranium. And chest number 15 has 1 million frequency modulators. So, I guess we're going to cross that one off the list for you. Right? I would imagine. You get to pick any one of these three prizes, Mac. Your choice. Uh, I'll take the seven. Can that be uncommon battleship parts, or does it have to be uh, uh, crystal or gas? No, it can be G4 uncommon battleship parts, and that is your prize, my friend. Congratulations to you. 500 G4 uncommon battleship parts, and that is what you get out of chest number seven. That is your prize. Congratulations. Thank you, Mac, for being our guinea pig. That is our new game called Blurt. We're going to try to play that uh, a little bit more, but as you can see... That definitely is going to require players, I think, to be in voice. I think that's going to be too hard to play in text. 
I don't know. But uh, anyway, yeah, that was fun. That was that was a cool game, though. I like it. All right, yes, I know, I know, I know. We're out of time. Anything else? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Does anybody have any questions? Uh, we got to go. Yeah, Mac, you're right. It's a tough game. You got to know it or pass right away. That's the key. You can't sit on one any too long. So that was actually very, very cool. Uh, yeah, blurt. I uh, like it. Uh, Tabby Moses says, if we do it in text, just add time like we did in Fast Money. I guess we could do that. Yeah, we could do it. Uh, no Spam It today. Spam It comes up Wednesday, February 3rd. Um, and that is where we are. Guys, thank you so very, very much. Don Zeno says, thanks for all the info, DJs. Wake 20 says, oh, time for bed, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yes, uh, it is late. Guys, thank you so very, very much. Go Pack Go in 2021. <laughs> Thank you guys. Appreciate it so very much. You've been listening to Talking Trek Live. I've been your host, Ultimate DJs. Thank you, uh, Gregor, who had to step out. Big Country, thank you very much for being here. Thank you to our Scopely Overlords who have had to dip out as well. Thanks to everybody running the show behind the scenes. Snake Eyes popping in. Hey, Vita, thank you so very much. Venkman, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Fartasia, our special guest today. Thank you from Elkars 2.0. Appreciate you being here. And to our game player today, Mac Ross, thank you so very, very much. And to all of you, the live studio audience, thank you very much for being here for a live taping. And, of course, the show being published uh, as soon as we can, usually tomorrow morning. Within 24 hours, we'll get the show up on podcast platforms everywhere for you guys to check that out. Thank you very much, Vita. Uh, also, would like to invite you to visit our website. we got a ton of information on there. That's TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you can find links to our YouTube channel, links to our merchandise store. And, yes, we've got Bones merchandise now for sale. All right? Some really cool stuff up there uh, for the new... DeForest Kelly officer that's coming in the game. You guys check that out. Also, while you're on the website, consider maybe possibly joining our patron program. All right. And you can join like-minded players just like these. These guys contribute at least $5 a month. And some of them do even more than that. But these guys are contributing at least $5 a month to be a gold contributor to Talking Trick Live. And I'd like to thank them now. Gregor, thank you. Scott Bankman, I'm Beglin. Big Country, Doom, Hank DM, Chuck's the Grunt. Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhoney, Just Skippy, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Cass, Frank Gallo, Engineering, Free Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, Jetski, Wingnut, Jay Filler, Fluffy, Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Leonidas, Alfino, Rexnar, Striker, V Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quackfu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King O. 101, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Moxavian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, The Egger, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Ben Roby, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Murph, and Arian, our latest gold sponsors. Thank you so very much for the continued financial support to Talking Trek Live, which is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host. I'll see you coming up this Wednesday. Love you, minute. Bye-bye. That's what she said. <laughs> I got in an extra. That's what she said at the very, very end. Y'all hear that? <laughs>